7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an easiest idea. Only macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yes! God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Well, hey, everybody. It's Tuesday. Welcome to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And joining me on the program, as always, from the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania in the great city of Scranton, the electric city, that is. Joe Santorsa. Hey, buddy. Or Joe Santorsa, whichever Joe, you prefer. Yeah, Joe Santorsa. Definitely <laughs> not Joe Santorum. Uh, no, no. Please, no. <laughs> and uh, not joining us tonight because she is plum tuckered from moving. She was going to be here, but she, she pushed herself. Rain is not going to be here with us tonight. Um, but we do have a very special treat with us because, as everybody knows... Joe is a regular, uh, uh, he's the regular co-host and clown car mechanic for the Tim Coromel show. And ladies and germs, the one and only Tim Coromel is here as well for all three hours tonight. Also in, uh, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Hey, Tim. Thanks. Hello. Good to have you here, my friend, my brother. Glad to be here. Yeah. And I won't have to use this tonight. <laughs> I'll get it for real. You won't. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be live, not Memorex tonight, uh, or Timorex. <laughs> um, so uh, anyway, uh, what a what a, uh, a, a day it's been today. Of course, today is the seventeenth, uh, and yes, Donald Trump. We learned today uh, how Donald Trump commemorated nine eleven, and that's that he knows his numbers. He can count to seventeen. Yeah. And yes, it, I think he had somebody else do the math there. Yeah, and of course, uh, he also, uh, you know, commemorated uh, 9-11 by doing a double pump action, tiny little dolphins in the air. Because um, apparently he thinks 9-11 is all about him. Of course, of course he does. Is it anything about him? Yeah, he had hundreds of people die in 9-11 that he knew, Joe. And um, you know how many of the funerals uh, he went to and how many of the names he gave of people he knew who died in 9-11, right? Uh, yeah, and I also know that he um, he made the remark that, uh, oh, no, uh, Trump Tower is the biggest, uh, tallest building in New York. I oh, think. right. Yeah, well, the number I can guarantee you is much lower than 17, which we learned he could count to today. Because the number of funerals he attended is zero, and the number of names of people he knew who died in 9-11 is also zero. Um, he gave a speech today. I didn't watch it. I heard somebody on CNN was like, that's the most powerful moving speech he's ever given. Why? Because <laughs> because he, right. he read the teleprompter? You know? Yeah, they were effusive on uh, MSNBC, too. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. No, no credit for anything. I'm sorry. Ever. <laughs> um, <laughs> never, ever, ever. Um, but you know, in, in, I always dread this, this time of year because, you know, I, I don't want to forget, you know, I know never forget nine 11 and everything, but you know, it, it's, it's, it's just heart wrenching because that's, you know, that's really when politics in this country changed for the worse. And that's how the Republican Party ended up letting itself being taken over. I mean, I'm not going to say it's all because of 9-11. But, you know, that, yeah. that you know, flag-hugging uh, bullshit mentality of what real patriotism is. You don't kneel for the lives of people that are killed from police violence. That's un-American. Well, they won't even be honest enough to say that. They just say, you know, assholes like Ted Cruz just want to smear people like Beto O'Rourke and say, oh, they want to desecrate the flag. I don't know if anybody saw that bullshit, uh, deceptively edited ad that Ted Cruz is sending around. Oh, my God. Well, everything God. he does is deceptive, yeah. right? Oh, he's such a fucking liar. Lion Ted. Lion Ted. Yeah. That's the one thing Lion. Trump got right. And mm -hmm. the number 17. Right. So <laughs> that's the only factual tweet I think Trump has ever done was today. Uh, you know, 17 years since 9-11, 2001, exclamation right. point. What he is actually that? told the truth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For that must once. be a first. Yeah, there's somewhere pigs sprouted wings and yeah, ice water is being served in vats in hell. I'm sorry, say it again, Joe. They had to give him the Heimlich maneuver because he choked on the <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so, you know, I, actually, I know how to give him the Heimlich. There you go. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Only when you give it to him, it sounds like a shark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and, you know, Trump actually described uh, his charts today, in case anybody didn't hear. It's tremendously big and tremendously wet. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, true. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> so, but anyway, um, it is good to have both of you here with us tonight. It's boys' night out on Turn Up the Night. Look at that. So, yeah, uh, right. Well, what will you do with all this testosterone? I guess we're gonna have to learn how to whittle and build log cabins and, and uh, <laughs> burn meat on burn meat on the fire. Right. Yeah, or, or or cook bacon on the end of a machine gun like uh, Ted Cruz did. He went, mm, I love bacon. I love bacon. Cooked on a machine gun. <laughs> the faces yeah. that fucker makes. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just I, I. The one thing that I want out of these midterms more than anything in the whole fucking world right now. Please, Santa Claus, make it happen. Ted Cruz ridden out of Washington D.C. on a fucking hot rail to hell. So, <laughs> but how do I? A pound of bacon. Yeah, so he, said he can cook bacon on that hot rail to hell. <laughs> you know, you know what I want to see. What's that? Maxine Waters is the chair of the Financial Services Committee oh. holding hearings. Oh man, to that! <laughs> amen. Yeah, I'll say amen. Amen. But yeah, I mean, I, I watched some Ted Cruz today. I watched a, a a piece on CNN about you know how how tight things are getting in in Texas, and oh, yes, and mm -hmm. they're terrified. Republicans are 
absolutely, absolutely terrified. And you know, Mister uh, Mister Obstruction, obstruct all, obstruct now, uh, Mister Mitch McConnell. He had some words to say today about the, the all these close Senate races, and uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, here's what uh, Turtleface said. And so we know this is going to be a very challenging election on the Senate side. I'll just list you a, a bunch of races that are dead even. Please Arizona. do Arizona. Nevada, Tennessee, Montana, North Dakota, Missouri, Indiana, West Virginia, and Florida. All of them too close to call, and every one of them um, like a knife fight in an alley. I mean, just a brawl in every one of those uh, places. They're, they're not like a knife fight in an alley. <laughs> That's dumb. <laughs> they're just not. Uh, I don't know, but maybe that's how they do it at the Turtle Club. Am I not turtly enough for the Turtle Club? Um, yeah. Like a, a knife fight in an alley. Like a knife fight in an alley. <laughs> <laughs> Says who? Uh, so, uh, yeah, what does Mitch McConnell know about a knife fight? You know, maybe he and, he and the wife watch, uh, you know, West Side Story once a year on date night. So. <laughs> like sharks versus jets out there. So. No, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. He wouldn't. Uh, he wouldn't watch West Side Story because that's about Hispanics coming to America. Oh, that's true. That's true. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he doesn't want that. Um, unless they're registered Republicans. Um, yeah, and they know. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, but yeah. So and, and note, he didn't mention Texas in there because isn't isn't Beto up in the polls right now? And then there's the whole fact that Beto's getting like thousands of people out in the day for like these big lunches, you know, or like at least a thousand people. And then you see these things that Cruz is attending, and it's like you know. It, it's like you know three o'clock at the golden corral or something you know (laughs) so you got you got a few uh, you know senior citizens looking for their dinner roll and you know uh just kind of wandering aimlessly and you know a couple people have gotten up and you know Sitting in the stalls in the bathroom, you know. <laughs> <laughs> shards, well, yeah, shards, you know. Uh, but you know, it, yeah, but there's, you know, there's nothing wrong with going to a Ted Cruz uh, rally. You know? There's nothing wrong with it. There are dozens of us. Dozens. And and uh, and I'm, I'm sorry if I if I said it too, but the Beto yard signs apparently, <laughs> the Cruz is shitting whole cinder blocks <laughs> over the amount of Beto signs you know right. i know and his and his, his supporters are calling up going hey why are we seeing so many Beto signs in our yards in our neighborhoods <laughs> it's too much i don't know maybe maybe it's a, a persecution uh <laughs> and there's those wonderful billboards that are popping up with trump uh, Trump's tweet, yes. <laughs> Trump quotes about Lion Ted. Oh, that's <laughs> beautiful. Done, what has Ted done for Texas? <laughs> oh. Why am I persecuted? Oh. 
Yeah. That's beautiful. Uh, but uh, I, I wanna, go what ahead. What is Ted gonna do after? What's Ted gonna do after he's out of the Senate? Uh, just speculating, he might do something like uh, Doctor Shock or something. You know, have a show. Because they wouldn't have to do much makeup for him. No. You know, no. just hang him up. I, I think the, he's going to play Grandpapa in the remake of the Monsters. Yeah, <laughs> maybe he'll just sl- <laughs> maybe he'll just slither back into his mother's filth. Uh, so, so, that's a that's a that's a quote from uh, a paraphrase from uh, "There Will Be Blood." Um, uh, I don't think I have that line. If I don't, uh, I, I'm ashamed. Uh, no, I don't have it. Um, Last poll I saw, Beto was. 47 to 48. Cruz's 48. Yeah. Wow. So that's yeah. that's got to be scary. Uh, you know, uh, but no, I mean, that one would just just make me so happy. That one would, uh, you know, just Cruz because just, uh, I mean, how he sold out his family for Trump, how he went back on his, you know, and, and just all the lies he tells, like the one about the well, the Citizens United, you know, un, you know, uh, undoing Citizens United is repealing the First Amendment. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, look at look at what um, you know Donald Trump said about his wife during during the primary, and then now he's licking his boots. Oh, you I know. know. Yeah. You know you're- you're in trouble. You have Trump coming down to help you. Yeah, that's that's when you know you're in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> and that's uh, you know. Then it gets the you know like a knife fight in an alley. Yeah, which sharts. It's like a shark. Like a shark hurricane. Shark sharts versus jets. Um, but and just to remind everybody why I hate Ted Cruz so much, it's this 22nd clip from 2014 about Citizens United. I can't play it enough. When you think it can't get any worse, it does. This year, I'm sorry to tell you, the United States Senate is going to be voting on a constitutional amendment to repeal the First Amendment. I am telling you, I am not making this up. No, you're totally making it up. And also th- and also this. Shut up! Shut the fuck <laughs> up, man! Yeah. I hate him so much. Oh, so God. I mean it, just you know, you know what? I I I mean Beto could make a great ad of uh Ted Cruz standing on the floor of the Senate reading green eggs and ham. <laughs> oh yeah. Is this how you want your taxpayer dollars spent? Right. Yes, this was the high point of his senatorial com- career. Green eggs and ham. And completely missing the point of what the story was about. Right. right. <laughs> Trying something new isn't always bad. Right. Uh, Except when it's planted. Yeah right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and definitely trying something new with Beto is definitely, uh, you know, in the spirit of green eggs and ham. Um, but yeah, I you know, I want to see these people suffer. I want to see Ted Cruz go down. I want to see all these all these bastards in the House and the Senate. Just you know, I'm I'm feeling more hopeful. I don't want to call it a blue wave, but I think. 
if Republicans are shaking in their boots the way they are now, it really could go our way. But again, mm-hmm. I, I refuse to count my chickens before they're hatched. I just have lots of wishes. You know what I do every day? What's that? I check my voter registration. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just to be sure. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. but you know, we know about wishes though. If wishes and busts were clusters and nuts, we'd all have a bowl of granola. And I don't have any granola yet. Uh, and as a announcement, I'd like to tell everybody out there who might be listening or in the chat, if you haven't checked your voter registration, do it now. Because some of the deadlines are coming up in October. That's right. Well, and, you know, and, and you know, hey, make sure you, yeah, absolutely, and make sure you're registered to vote. Take it from the Schmengi brothers. I'm sorry, but your names aren't on the list. You forgot to <laughs> register. But Will Vyachki's name's on the list. Yeah, how come you got her name and you ain't got ours? Because Mrs. Will Vyachki filled out a form. She's a registered voter. I am your Schmengi. And I'm Stan Schmengi. You know, what you just saw, of course, was a dramatization. Election day is drawing near, and it's every good citizen's duty to go out and vote. But you can't vote unless you register. So if you're a citizen in this great country ours, register, then vote. And taste some freedom for a change. It's almost as good a taste as Mrs. Vilviachki's cabbage rolls and coffee. <laughs> so register, then vote. There you go. The Schmengis know, know the score. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> thank you, Joe, for turning me on to the Schmengi brothers. Uh, they are uh, they are a legend in my life. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. If uh, anybody has the opportunity to see the Schmengi brothers movie, watch it. <laughs> yeah. The last, the last polka. <laughs> Do it. And uh, there's lots of sketches, too, to, just to get a flavor. Go on to YouTube and search for the Schmengi Brothers. S C H M E N G E. The Happy Wanderers, right? Is that their name? Happy Wanderers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but coffee. Mm-hmm, yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that it, that's a recipe for sharts there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, and uh, it, not just any old shards. It's tremendously big and tremendously wet. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Right. Uh, and we'll get to uh, what that's all about. Take from that. Say it again, Joe. There's so many connotations you could take from that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, uh, but uh, yeah. So uh, l- let's see what else we have because we. Man, I didn't get. Uh, I'll tell you, I didn't get a ton of audio, but there's a lot of things to talk about, um, because we've got, we got, uh, and and I'll, we'll talk about Trump. Uh, you know, uh, God, he's such a moron. We'll talk about it a little later, um, but uh, Tommy Laren, everybody, uh, she's uh, uh, here. So from Caleb Karma from Mediaite. Guess who's using her 9/11 tribute tweet to attack NFL players? Yeah, Tommy Laren. I already gave it away. Uh-huh. And um, she um, she tweeted out: 17 years ago, Americans of all races, backgrounds, and political affiliations came together under the flag to comfort one another, hold our nation a- a- together, and fight for our values as Americans. Today, we have high-paid athletes who refuse to even stand and honor those values. Sad. You know what? 
Fuck you, Tommy Laren, you fucking Nazi. <laughs> Goddamn Nazi Barbie. And, and I'm, you know, I'm not afraid to call out Nazis either. How hard can that be? Saying that Nazis are bad. Yeah, and not. It's real can, easy. Thanks, can, Obama. Kenny, can I read you a tweet? Sure. This is from Sarcastic Sapien. A guy at Target wearing a Dallas Cowboys hat and a MAGA t-shirt was buying a 65-inch TV. So I said, man, you're really going to be able to see the players kneeling on that thing. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, that's riding the A-train out on that one. Uh, that's funny. Well, you know, I, I remember a certain thing about 9-11, too, about people coming together under the flag. I worked in two different re- retail establishments uh, uh, at the um, uh, in in the year 2000. Um, I worked in a grocery store, and at that grocery store, immediately after 9-11, they got in a huge shipment of American flag t-shirts from China and had them put up in an aisle, and they were marked like $25 a piece. That's not coming together under the flag. That's a bunch right. of capitalist assholes not showing any decency and exploiting tragedy and uh, using the flag in an inappropriate fashion, according to the flag code. And then right. the, the other place I worked, um, they... I, w- I was working when this happened, and I refused to participate in it. This was a clothing outlet. I'll say it. It was the gap. I'll tell everybody right now. It was the fucking gap that right after um, right after 9-11, I was, I was working both jobs. I was like started there part-time. I was trying to wean myself off the other job. And uh, shortly after that happened, um, they had these fourth of july boxer shorts that were marked down to like a dollar 99 or something like that well right after 9 11 they sent the price change over and increased the price to 16.50 or something like that per pair not surprised so they're All like oh marketable yeah we can't let this go to waste let's get these american flag boxer shorts marked back up because, you know, people are going to want to commemorate 9-11 by putting the flag on their dirty, fat ass. I mean, what the fuck right. is that? Right. Oh. So, you know, I remember things, Tommy Laren. I remember you're with us or you're with the enemy. I remember Muslims being treated like garbage for, for years, and it still persists today. So tell me, yeah, America really came together. I remember Sikhs getting gunned down by uh, conservatives because they thought they were dirty Muslims. Yeah, <clears throat> you know. Yeah, you know, I'm trying. I'm sitting here trying to find the tweet from the from, was it from Donald Trump or from the White House? I think it was from Donald Trump this morning. Mm-hmm. Did you guys see that? And it had a photo of supposedly Trump and Melania leaving to go to the 9/11 memorial in Pennsylvania. And they're leaving the White House, and they're walking across the South Lawn with the sun shining down on the Capitol and all these people surrounding them as they walk down the center like it's some big grand thing. Yeah, I and saw it's that. like, And it said, like, never never forget or something like that. And someone pointed out and said, um, dudes, it's raining in D.C. This photo is not real. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Busted. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> Fake uh, like everything else. <laughs> God. So yeah. So 
can't do a picture right. No. Uh, well, you remember how they stole all those Cavaliers parade photos for the for the yeah. for yeah. Trump rallies. It's like oh, had, I had Park Service uh, Photoshop all those all those mm-hmm. empty spots at the inauguration. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, I didn't know that Trump called all war wine and fucking gold. <laughs> yeah, it's the, official, it's the official uniform. Yeah, they left streets. They left Cleveland street signs in those and said it was from another city. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, you got a Euclid yeah. Avenue too? Cool story, bro. Um, yeah. so, <laughs> oh, they're just all so phony. They all suck so bad. But yeah, I mean, you know, Joe, this this faux patriotism, you know, the the, the Tommy Laren, you know, it, it would be nice if any just one conservative, one conservative out there, because I, I haven't heard him, one prominent conservative could explain to us why they think football players are taking a knee. Why they well they're, do, they're doing it to disrespect the flag? No, they're not. Why are they doing it? They, they they'll never explain. They they really don't care, you know. Uh, it, I don't know if well, I'm, you know, today's the big day of the 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 new book and everything. Mm-hmm. And I'll explain it to you because the opening of uh, Woodward's book, the very beginning of the book, starts with the most powerful thing there is is fear. And that's a quote by Donald Trump to Bob Woodward back in uh, 2015. Oh, really? Yeah, and that's how he opens his book. Hmm. And I think that that tells you why uh, we we have Muslim hating, we have uh, kneeling for the flag hating, we have... uh, Because they don't care. This is all about Mm -hmm. fear. This is all about ginning up uh, fear of the other uh, for the purpose of dividing and conquering. Yeah. Yes. And unfortunately, it's working. Yeah, and you know, and again, and, and you know, a lot of people out there, Tim, will will try. They'll they'll say, well, this isn't racist for people to you know say this about NFL players. This isn't racist. Well, it absolutely is one thousand percent racist because a, it's you telling uh, a bunch of black people how they should feel. And right. they should they should behave the way you expect them to, and B they're completely ignoring why they're taking a knee, and to ignore uh, the the violence that happens from police against African Americans. And yes, we can have a conversation about inner city violence too, but you know this is you know what they're representing right here. Every time they do that, you don't have to say Chicago. You know, well, it's like, go ahead. They're they're claiming that, you know, taking a knee is somehow being disrespectful. Yet, if you've ever watched any movie where royalty were involved, the king or the queen, when when the knights presented themselves before the king, what did they do? They got Mm -hmm. down on one knee. Yeah. It's a sign of reverence. Yes. Yeah. And if anybody knows the the evolution of uh Colin Kaepernick's uh, kneeling. Uh, originally, uh, he decided to sit during the national anthem. Yes, and an, a, a veteran, I think it was a, a, a teammate of his or someone in the NFL that was a friend of his, uh, pointed out that it would be better if he knelt 
because mm-hmm. he asked, he said, what would be a more, you know, appropriate way, I don't know how, uh, you know, or respectful way, whatever, to protest. And, and it was a, a veteran. I think it was a, an ex-Navy SEAL that told him it, it, to kneel. Yeah, because it shows respect while you're not you're not you're not still not standing. You're still recognizing that that there's something wrong, mm-hmm. you know, with that 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 America isn't perfect. And um, you're making a point, yeah, right. And um, so that that was the evolution of kneeling. It was actually out of respect for the flag. Well, you know what? I have a feeling that most Trump cultists are just mad because they know if they they knelt down on one knee, they'd need four people to help them get back up. So uh, that's probably what it is, mostly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Operation Dumbo Lift. Uh, right. <laughs> anyway, uh, on that note, um, yes, we are going to take a break, and we're going to go ahead and listen to a song we haven't heard for, for a while called Lost City by Macaroni. I haven't gotten myself quite worked up enough to play Fuck You by Macaroni. Um <laughs> Maybe later, we'll see. Um, but no, Tim and Joe, thanks so much for for making it uh, for all three hours tonight. Since you know, again, Rain and Bobber, they are physically and emotionally, and I'm not—I won't say emotionally. I can't speak for them, but I'm sure physically and probably mentally exhausted from the act of moving because that happens to everybody, you know. Um, and uh, they get some rest, and they'll be back with us on Friday. So we're excited for that. And, uh, yeah, so, anyway, we're going to go ahead and take a break right now. We'll be back with lots more. Turn up the night with Joe and Tim, both from the Tim Carmel Show. You heard of that, right? We'll be right back after, wait, where's my break? Here it is. There it is. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. If you've got a chair, sit down. Relax. I, I'm not, I, got, I got some stuff to say here. Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio. From the bottom and we still on the bottom You asking about troubles, hell yeah we got them Living in a land that has been forgotten When the natives get restless, the police drop them Dried up, no place to go shopping Even if you had cabbage, where would you go cop it? Just stop it, there is no profit For them to invest a block from some project Change the topic, ain't no point For them to talk about the problems in Detroit Be more in Chicago, you know what I mean Let us not forget about New Orleans Welcome to the land of the unseen I thought in America that we have one dream Pursuit of happiness is what they preach But in a lost city, that's out of reach we live inside Lost City The streets round here show you no pity We live inside Lost City We live inside Lost City We live inside Lost City The streets round here show you no pity We live inside Lost City 
we live inside Lost City We started in the ghetto and we still in the ghetto With so many scars we are tougher than metal Tougher than leather if we all get together From my hood to me barrio Wherever we wanna go Voice to the voiceless A choice for the choiceless I drive a bucket This ain't Rolls Royce shit Unemployment, undereducation Can't even find a job at the gas station No patience, they get no immunity To corporations killing my community And Lost City where it feel like the apocalypse We need to stand up and let's put a stop to this In the land of the unseen I thought in America that we have one dream Pursuit of happiness is what they preach But in a Lost City that's out of reach We live inside Lost City The streets round here show you no pity We live inside Lost City We live inside Lost City We live inside Lost City The streets round here show you no pity We live inside Lost City We live inside Lost City Sunday, 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 come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, All the Power Without the Tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow! Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are from the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! 
It is showtime, and I got some good news, everybody. I went to Half Price Books the other day, and I found three new books of Mad Libs. One of them is very appropriate for this show. Uh, so, let's get mixing politics in. Uh, so, <laughs> anyway, uh, welcome back to the program. Uh, both joining me from Scranton, Pennsylvania, from the lovely palatial home of Joe uh, Santorsa, uh, the Electric City. Uh, Joe Santorsa. It's actually our palatial basement, but... Well, you know. I won't. Yeah, every, I won't. Every palace needs a dungeon. Yeah, it's right. Well, <laughs> I mean, he does have, what is that, an 80-inch... Uh, no, 65. <laughs> 65. The gigantic TV with, gigantic him, TV, with yeah. MSNBC blaring... And we're watching at MS, MSNBC. We're, watching, we're nice. tracking the hurricane. I yes. will, uh, and of course, uh, it, it, by your side, that other voice is the one and only Tim Coromel from the Tim Coromel Show, and uh, you you uh, you made a trip out to PA to hang out uh, in uh, what, what oh, you got a cabin or something, didn't you? Yeah, we rented. We're actually about thirty minutes from Scranton um, in the Poconos. We rented a little cabin, got a great deal on it through Airbnb. Nice. Got it for a week and uh, came up last Saturday, and it rained. Yes. And then on Sunday it, it rained. Yes. <laughs> and then and then on Monday it rained. Yes. <laughs> and then today it rained. Yes. <laughs> we did drive by the lake in the rain yesterday. <laughs> oh, uh, should uh, I, I should point out to everybody? Uh, you remember? Uh, I don't know if anybody heard how happy I was that uh, construction of our garage was going to start on Saturday. Yeah. Oh. Oh no. And then. It fucking rained all weekend. <laughs> yeah, so uh, they'll be here this Saturday. Shit, my driveway, our driveway is full of construction materials. Uh, and uh, you don't want, you don't want. Uh... <laughs> yeah, and we're worried about people coming along and stealing them. We're leaving the outside lights on all night long. Um, so, but, uh, oh, and also you might want to check on whatever computer you're using. If you have sounds disabled in the chat, cause every once in a while we'll get a little, I, I just realized I for, I just turned it off. Okay, cool. <laughs> that works. That. And also don't say penis. Don't say penis in this house. Uh, oops. Broke my own rule. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, night. I did, yeah. I am the first. So, um, all right. So, uh, 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 let, let's get back to it. Speaking of weather, uh, we've got a very, very nasty hurricane coming through. Uh, what the Carolinas and Virginia, Hurricane right. Florence, and uh, well, uh, Trump. You know, he really misses calling. He should have been a fucking meteorologist. The guy's so bright. Um, yeah. Oh my God. First of all, he, he, he identified that, that it was big and wet. <laughs> it's tremendously big and tremendously wet. Uh, yeah, so that's that, here's the, the, that clip in context. You know, it would be helpful when you're the president to, to say something like, I don't know, I'm just going to spitball here and say, uh, you know, people, you're going to need to, you know, there, there are going to be people who need to evacuate their homes. There's going to be, you're going to be in danger of flash floods and standing water and, you know, creeping, you know, uh, water and, 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 you know, wind damage. 
Um, but no, God forbid you say anything like that. You know, he's like, but he starts off, my first priority is keeping people safe by telling them that stuff is wet and big. Right. I, I mean, well, it's, just like, it's just like his tweet today. 17 years since <laughs> since 9-11. And yeah. I'm surprised it didn't start. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. It's 17 years since 9-11. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks for telling us. No shit. No shit. Nobody knows. Nobody yeah, knows. <laughs> yeah. No, nobody knows. Oh, and we'll find out something else that we didn't know about too. Um, but yeah, here, here's the first one. Uh, Trump talking about Hurricane Florence. And please, I'll say this for anybody who's listening who who lives in those areas: if they say get out, get out. Or if if they don't say get out, I mean, really do whatever kind of depending on what home, kind of home you live in, take whatever kind of precautions you can. Shutter your windows, board your windows. You know, if you if you have the ability to get sandbags or something like that, do that. But you know, if it's gonna if it's looking that bad, you know, just get the hell out. You know, um, but uh, but but or or just listen to this uh, blithering idiot, um, Trump. Regarding Hurricane Florence and other tropical systems that will soon impact the United States and its territories, the safety of American people is my absolute highest priority. We are sparing no expense. Uh, we are totally prepared. We're ready. Uh, we're as ready as anybody's ever been. Um. And uh, it looks to me and it looks to all of a lot of very talented people that do this for a living like this is going to be a storm that's going to be a very large one, far larger than we've seen in perhaps decades. Uh, things can change, but we doubt they will at this stage. It's pretty late stage. We doubt they're going to be very, very far off course. The places that are uh, in the way and in the most jeopardy would be Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, that area. And again, they haven't seen anything like what's coming at us in uh, 25, 30 years, maybe ever. It's tremendously big and tremendously wet. Tremendous amounts of water. Shut up! Shut the fuck up, man! Yeah, we're we're all very so prepared. Bullshit. No, I guarantee you, you they're Tr- not prepared. You see what Trojan Rabbit said in the chat? Tremendously big and tremendously wet. And you're a fucking treasonous asshole, you fucking piece of fucking goddamn shit. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> So, in, in the follow follow up uh, message was ah. <laughs> but did you catch in that clip? Did you catch what where he said it? it you know, it's people. It's up. It's about people like me. He, again, he's turning this to himself. Well, okay, I forget exactly what he said there, but it but it stood out to me. Yeah, it, it's it, up it, people like me. Hmm. To, yeah, it's up, it basically he he's like you know it's up to people like me to make sure that this gets taken care of, and it's like no right. no 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 you no you're just a mouthpiece and a cheerleader at this point and you're doing that all wrong because your mouth is just spewing filth and garbage and you you know your cheerleading sucks. Yeah, and I, you know and when you listen to when we when we had hurricanes and things like that. You know, while Obama was in office, one of the things he would always say is, "It's important for you to listen to your local officials." Yes. And he didn't say that. He's like, "Listen to me. It's I'll I'll tell you what to do. Listen to me." <laughs> no, I mean seriously. Uh, you know, 
Um, and breaking uh, news. Breaking what's that? Breaking news. Uh, the uh, the world is giving uh, Donald an A plus on his response to Florence. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I had... Say it. Say what? Well, say it again, Joe. I missed the tail end of it. Oh, he gets an A plus ahead of time because oh, okay. it's going to be this probably the best response ever yeah. to any hurricane, which was the biggest hurricane ever because. Florence knew I was going to be president, so they say Florence for me. Yeah, I say uh, he gets a zero. zero. Yeah. <laughs> um. So he had more things to say about uh, one of the greatest, most tremendous successes that has a death toll of nearly three thousand people, Puerto Rico. Um. He um, he said this today, and if you guys haven't heard this out in the chat room, um, you're going to be doing some murder fists. <laughs> yeah. I'll just pump him in the air like Trump on 9-11. And, uh, you know, somebody said that that was the most, uh, the most exercise that Trump's probably done in a long time, pumping his little fists in the air. Uh, and I was like, no, no, no. He, you should see him do a headstand in a KFC bucket while he's tonguing for uh, grease and crumbs. So, <laughs> which is uh, uh, terrible, <laughs> terrible visual. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, this is... Yeah. <laughs> uh, right up out of the bucket. Shards are blazing. It's tremendously big and tremendously wet. Probably hot too. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, so this is what um, uh, Trump had to say about the disaster in Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. And um, if this were a drinking game, um, I would say it's not fair to drink when he ever for every time he says Puerto Rico, uh, because he says it about a million fucking times. But listen to this: what you know, what what he says. I I I was agog. I, I, I I'm like I'm re- I really fucking fell into a parallel universe here. If this you know if if this is what he's saying. I mean, the most lies I've heard out of him in one single string of, of word salad in a long time. Well, I think Puerto Rico was uh, incredibly successful. Uh, Puerto Rico was actually our toughest one of all because it's an island, so you, just, you can't truck things onto mm-hmm. it. Everything's by boat. Uh, we moved a hospital into Puerto Rico. You know, I, I just want to thank him for also letting us know that trucks don't drive on water. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> they don't. Oh well, they have those ducks. Uh, what are the? <laughs> yeah, those amphibious uh, vehicles, don't they? They go into water and then come on land. I mean, he really probably had visualized in his head how are we going to drive semis down there. Oh no, you have to take boats on water. Oh, okay. I'll tell everybody. You know, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody, nobody, who knew? Who, nobody who, knew. who knew? Nobody knew. Can't we it's put a in a bridge? Ocean. It's mm. in a big ocean. It's surrounded by water. It's an island. That's what an oh, island yeah. is. And the, by the, the way, Kenny. Yeah. Surrounded by water. Kenny, for those, for those out in, in the uh, chat room uh, playing the drinking game, 
Want some hooch, Francine? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and it, it, well, and th- here's a flashback. Here's a flashback uh, to uh, Trump talking about Puerto Rico. This is an island sitting in the middle of an ocean, and it's a big ocean. It's a very big ocean. Oceus. It's a very big oceus. Big oceus. Yeah. Big oceus. You know, he's not the originator of those words. You do know that, right? Uh, he's not. No. Oh, don't you remember Dan Quayle telling us about how Hawaii was in the middle of the ocean and oh. it was an island surrounded by water? Wow. <laughs> he had a good tutor. He had a great tutor. And you know what I hear about the ocean? It's tremendously big and tremendously wet. Yeah. <laughs> remember Dan Quayle going to Latin America and saying he's really sorry they didn't pay more attention to Latin in high school? <laughs> Potato. Potato. Yeah, <laughs> jinx. <laughs> All right, so here, here's the again uh, this fucking blithering in it. Here, here he is uh, uh, starting over on the clip just because it's so mind numbing. Well, I think Puerto Rico was uh, incredibly successful. Uh, Puerto Rico was actually our toughest one of all because it's an island, so you no shit. you can't truck things onto it. Everything's by boat. Uh, we moved a hospital into Puerto Rico, a tremendous uh, military hospital in the form of a ship. You know that? Uh, and I actually think, and the governor's been very nice, and if you ask the governor, he'll tell you what a great job. Uh, I think probably the hardest one we had by far was Puerto Rico because of the island nature. And the island I nature? Think, uh, it was one of the best jobs that's ever been done with respect to what this is all about. Puerto Rico got hit not with one hurricane, but with two. And the problem with Puerto Rico is their electric grid and their electric uh, generating plant was dead before the storms ever hit. It was in very bad shape. It was in bankruptcy, uh, had no money. It was largely, you know, it was largely closed. And when the storm hit, they had no electricity essentially before the storm. And when the storm hit, that took it out entirely. Uh, the job that FEMA and law enforcement and everybody did working along with the governor uh, in Puerto Rico, I think, was tremendous. I think that Puerto Rico was an incredible, unsung success. What? Uh, Texas, we have been given A-pluses for. Uh, Florida, we've been given A-pluses for. I think, in a certain way, the best job we did was Puerto Rico, but nobody would understand that. I mean, that's, it's harder to understand. It was a very hard, very hard thing to do. Uh, because of the fact they had no electric before the storms hit, it was dead, as you probably know. So uh, we've gotten a lot of uh, receptivity, a lot of thanks for the job we've done in Puerto Rico. Whoa! God damn it! God damn it! You know what? Tell that to my half brother who lost his and his wife who lost his house in Houston. Yeah, and and had to live. One of them had to live in a in a hotel near work so she could go to work. The other one, my brother and half brother had to had to live in a in a in a super eight or whatever on the other side of town because you couldn't get back and forth. And he had to to with his neighbors all pile up in one room so they could split it to afford it. Mm. That's insane. You know, I, I mean. Just all of it. And, and again, the death toll in Puerto Rico. A year later, they revealed that they're, you know, they moved it from like 47 people dead or something like that to 3,000. Right. Well, right. we knew that was, we knew that was BS at the time. Yes, but from a, the reports we were pluses, hearing. A pluses. It's unsung, though, because 
nobody would write a song about that. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah. Except uh, uh, maybe maybe the song they'd write about it. Were you born an asshole, or did you work at it your whole life? <laughs> right. Um. My God. Uh. You know. I mean. I heard that, and I uh, my head was spinning. I'm like, you you cannot fucking be serious. They're still struggling down in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. You know, and again, in Texas, like you said, uh, you know, even closer to home, there's no island nature that we really have to worry about with Texas. I mean, there are a few small islands around Galveston or something like that, but for the most part, the state is the state and doesn't have an island nature to it. Mike, the island, because of the island nature, does he think that makes him sound smart? Mm, Yeah. Because of the island nature. Yeah, it's na- it's a natural island as opposed to uh, an artificial island or a supernatural was, yeah. island where where you talk well, to ghosts or a physical island. Speaking speaking of Texas, and we were talking about Ted Cruz up at the top of the show. What did Ted Cruz do for Texas after Harvey? Why isn't anyone talking about that? What did he do? Mm, good why question, <laughs> Tim. Why are you persecuting? Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, you got to. No, th- I mean, it's a, he's got a real complex. Does. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll play that real quick one more time. Why am I persecuted? All right, but Tim, finish your thought. No, I'm, I'm just saying. I mean, what did he do? I don't. I'm. I honestly don't remember. Fundraise. Did he go with the Senate and ask them, ask the House and the Senate to give money to Texas? I mean, he might have. I don't know. He donated a truck full of green eggs and ham. Right. <laughs> well, and, and and they were only green because he left them out in the sun for a week. <laughs> right. Uh, but you know, I, I mean, you know, I, I don't. He hasn't been on cable being a cheerleader or anything like that. I mean, that's one thing he could do to draw attention to it. He could sign sign some kind of bipartisan bill to get relief uh, for people. But you know, he doesn't care. He only Trump. Trump and Cruz have one thing in common, and they only care about themselves. That's why Trump uh, or uh, Cruz threw his family under the bus. Um, mm-hmm. You know. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just disgusting. I mean, these people, they're, they're so toxically narcissistic. Mm, Yep. You know, I think that's what it is. Um, but, uh, yeah, I gotta get, I gotta, where's my bus? Yeah, here, here, the, here, this is a actual audio of, uh, of Cruz throwing his family under the bus. Say yes, suckers. Cats says, didn't Pence go to Houston and pass out Jello or something? Go, oh, Cat, that's awesome. <laughs> I don't think he passed it out. I think Play-Doh. He, threw, boxes. he <laughs> right. threw the boxes at them. Yeah, yeah right. Okay, I want to know if after this is over, <laughs> if Trump goes down with a huge ice cream cone on the boardwalks and starts yelling at people who lost their businesses. <laughs> Remember that? Oh, my God. Yeah, Chris Christie. Wow. Right. Wow. He'd have to probably go anonymously, though. Anonymous. You know. Anonymous. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm telling you, you know, this, uh, you know, again, I, I, I'm really, I have this, I'm, I'm affixed on Cruise tonight, man. 
I'm so angry at him. I, I just I forgot how much I hated him until recently. And by the way, I donated to Beto O'Rourke's campaign a while ago. So, um, uh, and I'm probably going to do it again. Um, you know what? You know what? You know what I absolutely love is that every single thing that Ted Cruz does to try to attack Beto backfires on him. <laughs> Remember? True. <laughs> he he was in a rock band. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> he, yeah. he skateboarded around Whataburger. <laughs> the worst oh, thing gosh. the worst thing Beto did was he tried to run from a DUI or something like that. When yeah, he was, no, it wasn't. He, but he was he was in college, and they tried to break into something, and probably like a like a like a you know a frat stunt or something like that. Yeah, probably. Whereas Ted Cruz walked around with his twig and bear twigs and berry, uh, barely concealed is in his paisley bathrobe. <laughs> I think I, Joe does that bath bathrobe still stand up by itself in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, twig and berries. I, I got it wrong. Not twigs. Just uh, bathrobe. Yes. Yeah. That bathroom has been featured in the clown car many times. Many times. Yes. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have pockets; it has slits. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He, he could slide his hands in and out real quick. <laughs> what the hell? hell? What the hell? Near his keyboard. No, 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 no. Seriously, what's wrong with you, son? Um. <laughs> Uh, is that a twig, or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me. Did you, of did you drop ago, a, a matchstick? <laughs> that so. reminds me. A friend of mine years ago was house sitting for his neighbor. <laughs> he went in to watch TV in the living room, and he sat down and picked up the remote, and the remote shot out of his hand like a rocket because it had so much lube on it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's disgusting! Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's what he said. Wow. <laughs> Gotta fix that hole in the wall across the way there. Zing! Uh, and, uh, don't, and, and let, let us not forget what uh, former Speaker of the House, uh, John Boehner, John Boner said about Ted Cruz. Boehner referred to Cruz as a miserable son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I love He's that delivery. <laughs> Boehner referred to Cruz as a miserable son of a bitch. <laughs> what but a joy know, I, I mean joe and i were talking about this uh, um you know that i mean if beto if beto pulls this out and wins texas and if and you know we have a few other races we really do have a better chance of taking the senate than we mm -hmm. originally thought yeah absolutely i'll say amen to that amen. um but uh, alas my brothers it is break time and uh, this break, you know, uh, I'll say say this about this break. It's tremendously big and tremendously wet. No, it's not really. It's going to be kind of a dry four minutes. Uh, so, and I'm sure that's what Ted Cruz's wife had to experience a couple times. So <laughs> <laughs> I am so sorry. That is. <laughs> you get the buzzer for that. Yeah. Uh, with, the, with the rim shot, please. And a buzzer. Another buzzer. Uh, so <laughs> By the way, when you were playing those clips earlier, I think Francie, I see it in the chat room here. My head, shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> yes, yes. So, uh, all right, when we come back, uh, speaking of knife fights in an alley, uh, like uh, Mitch McConnell said, uh, you know, like a knife fight in an alley. Oh, uh, we got a 
Rick Santorum versus mm. uh, Jennifer Granholm. Guess who wins? Uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we'll um, we'll, we'll hear from uh, hear that stuff, and uh, a little later on the program, we'll hear from uh, Trump Jr. <laughs> uh, he can he can trade his veneers in prison for smokes. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, break time. We'll be right back with lots more from uh, Tim Carmel, Joe Santorsa, and again, Rain is off uh, recovering from her big move. She'll be back with us with Bobber on. Friday. We'll be right back. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com Somewhere between science and superstition, there is another world. <gasps> the world of darkness. Nobody believed it, and nothing could stop it. There are no experts. You probably know as much about possession as most priests. Look, your daughter doesn't say she's a demon. She says she's the devil himself. I'm telling you that that thing upstairs isn't my daughter. I want you to tell me that you know for a fact that there's nothing wrong with my daughter except in her mind. You tell me you know for a fact that an exorcism wouldn't do any good. You tell me that. The one hope. The only hope. The exorcist. Now, on with the show. Boehner referred to Cruz as a miserable son of a bitch. Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. It is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Hey everybody, welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the Tuesday edition, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com, Worldwide Radio for Humans. And of course, I'm still trying to remember to say that, Radio for Humans, because that's what it's going to be next year, hopefully, around this time. We're going to change things up, get rid of this big clunky name, go with Radio for Humans. Anyway, welcome back, my fellow humans on this here radio. Uh, <laughs> the one and only Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, sitting in front of his 140-inch television set in his basement. Right. 
And that's one to grow. Oh, and there goes Trump throwing paper towels. (laughs) (laughs) And that's one to grow on. There you go. And, and, uh, yeah, and of course, uh, your partner in crime on the Tim Coromel show, the aptly named Tim Coromel, also joining you from, uh, the, uh, the, the, the palace dungeon. <laughs> you didn't need the glitch. Yeah. Wait. Oh, yeah, it's, that's right. I didn't. Tim. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but I still have it there just in case we, we, we do double Tim action. Um, the world needs more Tim Cormel. Uh, now this is bad doing the show with him sitting on the couch next to me because he keeps showing me funny pictures. <laughs> and, and me and Ron are sitting here laughing. Okay, I showed him the picture of the you little kid. You gotta tell him to stop. You gotta tell him to stop. Oh my goodness. I showed him. I showed him a little picture of a little kid with his pants down peeing on a Donald Trump Make America Great Again sign, and he says, just do it. <laughs> there we go. Extra 10. Extra 10. So, uh, <laughs> and, and hi, hi, Ron, if he's sitting right there. Hi, Ron. Yeah. So. Hey, Ron. Uh, he just waved. Yeah. All right. Very he's good. He's listening on the ad, so he's a few seconds behind. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Ron, the, the, I'm p- speaking to you from the past. <laughs> uh, so, so anyway, uh, we have uh, a seg- a seg- uh, segment, a seg- a seg- a segment. I say, I say, I say, um, that we haven't done in a while, and uh, we like to call it uh, this. Epic yeah, so epic verbal beatdown, the Santorum edition. Rick Santorum, Rick Santorum. All the world is waiting for you and the power you possess. In your satin tights, fighting for your rights. All right, uh, there we go. That's Can really. Ever notice that satin tights full of Santorum? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Tre- no, you know tre- it's tremendously big and tremendously wet. Yes. <laughs> so much Santorum, uh, an island of Santorum. The island. The, <laughs> I am so sorry. I'm I'm disgusting people here. Uh, I'll stop. Stop it. it. Uh, so, uh, here we go. Chris Cuomo featured, uh, two panelists on his program yesterday. Uh, one being, uh, former governor of Michigan, Jennifer Granholm, Michigan, right? I think that's where yes. she was from. Um, and, and Rick Santorum, I don't care, you know, uh, I, I, I don't care to remember his credentials other than being a frothy mess. Um, so, <laughs> uh, he was a Pennsylvania Senator. Yeah, he was. <laughs> He was, so that's a, quite a slap in the face. Uh, James! Um, but, yeah, so uh, Cuomo hosted uh, Jennifer Granholm and, and Rick Santorum. They spoke about a variety of different topics, one being uh, Bob Woodward's credibility versus Trump's. Um, and Rick Santorum just almost, it, it, it almost wasn't fair. It's just like he just kind of gave up on trying to fight for anything in this and so it truly is an epic verbal beatdown 
and uh, and once again, Ron, I'm speaking to you from the past. Uh, so <laughs> uh, I'm hoping to hear him laugh out loud at some point. Uh, but uh, yeah, so here here's here's Ron part. Not laugh out loud. You might. <laughs> Uh, and uh, so here we go. Uh, Jennifer Granholm versus Rick Santorum on Chris Cuomo's primetime program. Here's what we know. The president has a tendency to attack what he fears. Now, if that holds true, he is really worried about the Woodward book. Trump just keeps tweeting. Sarah Sanders was talking slights at the press conference today, but she refused to back any of them up with actual proof of errors. Yep. Woodward said this morning... All of this is part of President Trump's war on truth. Listen. I've never seen an instance when the president is so detached from the reality of what's going on. Trump fired back, calling Woodward a liar, repeating his false suggestion that Woodward is acting like a Democratic Party operative. But with that anonymous op-ed seeming to reaffirm some of what's in the book, whom can you trust? Let's debate it. Jennifer Granholm and Rick Santorum. Jennifer. Yes. Trump didn't talk like that about Woodward when he was on the phone with him. Yeah, it's interesting. Says you're always fair. When he wrote that Obama book, he liked that book. He did. He tweeted about it in yeah. 2013 or whatever it was and said, wow, how can the Obama team be so angry about Bob Woodward's? Obviously, he's got such great credibility. Bob Woodward has written 18 books. He is Many would argue the greatest journalist of his generation, of our time. And then you compare him with the president who is flailing about, but he is the man of the lie. And the Washington Post fact checker last week had him telling 4,713 lies in his presidency, averaging out about 15 lies Mm. per day. This is why in your CNN poll, 65% of Americans do not believe the president is truthful or honest. Who are you going to believe? I think Woodward gets the nod. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> these idiots, man. Uh, uh, people who still believe Trump for all of the lies. I mean, you know, just what we heard, to, you know, from him today about Puerto Rico. And in yep. that nonsense he was spewing about, you know, you know, oh, water is wet in storms are big <laughs> <laughs> oh shit uh, nobody knew yeah. no 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 i didn't mean to hit that i meant to hit no that. shit there you go uh so uh but no no cat's fun so yeah so so uh, I, I don't know do you guys want to predict where uh, this might go with with santorum or do you want to just do you have any comments about <laughs> uh, i have an idea <laughs> right <laughs> I've kind of kind of already spo- spoiled it. So, uh, do you do you have a toilet flushing? I don't know if I have a toilet flushing. You have um, a toilet flushing. <laughs> oh, uh, well, it, it, uh, no, I, it, yeah. Here we go. I think I have one as well. There, we there it is. Yeah. yeah. You know, I heard about that toilet that Trump has. It's tremendously big and tremendously wet. Yeah. So, <laughs> and tremendously full. Big fat ass. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so uh, uh, Joe, any any thoughts on that before we get to the next clip? I want to go to the next clip because I know what's going to happen. Okay. 
Well, I, I love this because Cuomo kind of fucks with Santorum a little bit at the beginning. <laughs> 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 and he's like, all right, so this is where you say this and this and this. <laughs> and then uh, it, it you can tell you could tell the look on Santorum's face was, fuck, you just spoiled all my talking points. <laughs> Because uh, his face just, well, not like his face can sink much more. Um, why the long face? Um, but, but <laughs> yeah, so uh, Cuomo just automatically blows him out of the water for what he would normally say. The economy is booming, whatever. You know. Rick, is this where you say, yeah, but people knew that about him and taxes are lower and the economy's up? Now, this is the point I'd say the president uh, has to do what he did uh, during the last election, uh, which is, you know, when things got down to the end, what you saw was Trump sort of uh, becoming more of a typical presidential candidate. I'm not saying he was, but I'm what? saying he he quieted things down. He focused more. He was what? on message more during the debates and some other things. And and I think he's got to go into that mode right now. He, he can no longer continue to do what he's been doing for the past year and a half. It is it is it is coming home to roost. Okay. Uh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Jeremiah Wright. Chicken's coming home to roost. <laughs> uh, uh-oh. Uh, but, okay, first of all, I want to I call epic bullshit. 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 On it, Trump never pivoted. He had moments where everybody's like, "Oh, now truly Trump is presidential. Oh, truly this is the moment that shows that Trump is presidential." And then it's like, you know, you know, just shitting all over everything again. You know, it's like, "Well, no, but truly now is the time where the tables have turned and Trump is president." Now you just keep shitting on everything. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, so so I don't know what Santorum is talking about about oh he really focused on things he really you know those debates it there it was always a fucking joke he never had anything of substance to say in those debates people didn't care about the debates that's what it is they wanted somebody that sounded as stupid as them and that's what they voted for yeah you know, there was never that moment. So I don't know where the fuck Santorum's getting that from, but it's not from reality. I think maybe he pulled that idea out of his ass. So the idea came from where? I just pulled it out of my ass, sir. Put it back in there because it sucks. It does. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, <laughs> continuing this clip. It is time for him to get his game face on, oh. stay focused, <laughs> and do what is necessary to bring those votes home. Rick Santorum you? says, what got you here won't get you there. What's the What got there was at the end, during the last campaign, when people uh. rallied him. Remember, he was losing this race until the last few weeks of this campaign, and they saw a side of Donald Trump that they made him feel a little bit more comfortable with. <laughs> to show that side again. <laughs> Can I just say, though, Please. Chris, I'm, uh, I'm going to pause it there before Jennifer Granholm totally uh, eats uh, Santorum's lunch. But don't eat that lunch. It's covered in Santorum. Um, so, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, okay, the, none of that happened. None right. of that happened. He was always the same. Although, oh, people saw a new side of Donald Trump. What? His ass from the side? Is that what they saw? Where? You know, <laughs> I mean, that. I mean, what side of Trump did they see that wasn't there from the beginning? He was a shallow, narcissistic prick all the way. There was no right. new side. 
you know, what was it that non-apology apology? Oh, I just want to say that I'm sorry for some stuff that might have offended some people, and that's it. What side did they see? <laughs> Seriously. No, the, I mean, the pussy like, oh, grabber tape? Oh, did, did they like that side? The polls, and all of a sudden, you know, people liked him. No, all of a sudden... James Comey brought up this whole bit with Anthony Weiner's email or the emails on the laptop and all this crap and running. Oh, oh and we have to investigate and get, blah, 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 like two weeks before the election. That's, That's right. Thank you. Thank you for reminding us of that because that's exactly <laughs> what all happened. All of a sudden, the people all of a sudden liked Donald Trump. <laughs> it's a bunch of BS. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no, we really like that side of him that grabs pussy, you know. Um, oh, yeah. fucking a. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't be saying that. Um, <laughs> we like the sexual assaulty side of him. Um, you know, I hey, mean, can, w- what what a joke. Can I play something, can I yeah. play something for you? Mm-hmm. Hey Siri, has Trump been impeached yet? Jesus fucking Christ. That pussy grabber is still there. <laughs> <laughs> Says who? Uh, <laughs> Says That's right. That's right. That's right. So I'm going to have to get uh, Siri to do a beatbox for us later. Ah, so. Alexa does a better one. <laughs> I bet she does. She probably does. Um, so, uh, all right, so finishing up, here's Santarm, uh, uh, responding to Granholm, I think, or, or no, vice versa, I believe. And yeah. Donald Trump is not allegedly on the ballot in November, but the House and the Senate are. And in Bob Woodward's book, he has a really interesting story. I haven't read it, obviously, it releases tomorrow, but one of the details that was released today was a story about how Paul Ryan and Mitch McConnell called up members of the business community after they had resigned from the president's business council in the wake of the uh, uh, the Charleston stuff that uh, mm-hmm. so the Charlottesville stuff the that and saying to them oh good I'm glad you did this so all of this stuff behind the scenes that these members of the House and the Senate know and frankly a lot in the media who've heard these people complain about it this all of this behind the scenes stuff goes right to the point of the election, which is that people do not want a bunch of spineless yes-men. They want a check on this president. So Trump will be on the ballot, but what will really be on the ballot is can we get somebody in there who can check this man? Because the more of these stories that come out, the more people are sick and tired of this sh- uh, poop show in Washington. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> This, uh, yeah, the, the, so so one more time, just in case you missed it. People the, are sick and tired of this sh- uh, poop show in Washington. <laughs> this sh- <laughs> poop show. <laughs> sh- poopy show. Ooh, poopy show. <laughs> Poop. Shark oh, show. Oh, my God. What's that? What'd you say, uh, Tim? I said, can you imagine what it's like for him every morning to get up and look in the mirror and see Santorum? <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Oh. Yeah. It's tremendously big and have, tremendously uh, wet. Just got an image of uh, Beto's latest uh, billboard in Texas. You want to see it? Oh, yeah. I'd love to. Are you going to say that? I'll just put, post it. Yeah, I'll just post it. There you oh. go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the Clown Car Inquirer. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
Is, does he call that thing the magic flute? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> he, he toots it a lot. I'll tell you. <laughs> or is that his greased up remote? So, <laughs> <laughs> note the slits in the side of the robe. <laughs> wow! Wow! Very nice. Very nice. Um, yeah, Francie. <laughs> Francie, why weren't you on that show when we did that? <laughs> Francie was on that show. I think she had to. Put- a paper bag over her head. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Really? All the all the all the biblical themes that he used when he used to masturbate. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Blame yourself. You, uh, <laughs> remember the walls of Jericho. <laughs> oh wow! Did he paint? Did he paint those walls? Uh, Jonah and the whale was my favorite. Oh, oh right. wow! <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody in the dorm used that tub after that. Oh. Yeah, we, we, we had to we, we had to skip the burning bush. <laughs> yeah, it was wow. Well, that I'm was, a, that was a crab too far. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh. All right. Uh, so okay. All right. We, 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 well, say say it again, Tim. If we're here all night. Tip the waitress. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, or, or uh, tip your beef. Try the waitress. Um, try the waitress. So, uh, and uh, yeah. So here we go. Last one from uh, Epic Verbal Beatdown. Um, and again, the clear winner. And this is obviously Jennifer Granholm. But um, yeah, I, I love this. So so after Jennifer Granholm says, you know, this, you know, the, the, the people are, are tired of the the shit poop show. People the, are sick and tired of this sh- uh, poop show in Washington. Yeah, and <laughs> so what? What? Where does Santorum? Out, out of Ryan. <laughs> what did Santorum fish out of the hot mess that he that he already left? This. <laughs> so what you're saying is impeachment. That's that's no, your check. I, what? Where, where did she say impeachment? The, the, I mean, she didn't say anything. She said people are tired of all these yes men. Uh, it, well, you know, of, of the shit show that's going on in Washington D.C. But yeah, listen to this. So I mean, what you're saying is impeachment. That's that's no, your check. I, what, I'm that, saying so, that you need so people you're, to you're stop a complete them. obstruction. I'm, Don't cooperate no, with anything. I, shut down everything. Jesus that's Christ, what people want. Shut up. Even you, even you, have to be sick and tired of the lies that come out of this man's mouth every single day. I know you are here to support him, uh, but at some point, you've got to throw your uh, hands up and say. Oh my God! We need better leadership in this. I'm not country. here to support anybody. I'm here to answer the Shut questions up. and tell the truth as I, as as I see it. And and what I would say Which is, is lies. That there are a lot of people in this administration and in the Congress who are effectively checking Donald Trump's excesses. No, no we see not. it in those books. Bullshit. Actually, we do. We see it in 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 the in the books. We see it in all okay, these reports. So if you're going to, so, <laughs> but the Democrats are not effectively checking. Let, what they're doing well, is they just drawing the votes. a say, They no, do not have the votes. Hello? They're just saying. Hell no to anything that this president wants to do, even things they agree with. So you're saying saying that they're taking the McConnell playbook and making it their own? Uh, well, I, you can call it whatever you want to no, call it. No, I want to call it, it that because I, 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 I mean, did that. Well, look, I think you know the president has President Obama had as much to blame for the shutdown of Washington. Fuck you. Uh, uh, by did he make McConnell say we are here to obstruct? 
That's uh, what we are here to do? Well, that was a stupid thing for Mitch McConnell oh. to say, but I don't think it necessarily played out in but, reality. The reality is that the president never, ever negotiated in good faith to get to compromise. It was always going to be his way and you see highway, Trump and it doing never that? happened. You see him negotiating in good faith? And actually, that, that's the amazing thing about Donald Trump. This is a man who's not ideological. This is a man who would, who would actually put together a pretty good deal on immigration the Democrats walked away from. And yet from. he's no, had he plenty was. of chance. That's not what they say. That's no, not what Chuck I, Schumer and Nancy Pelosi right. say. Go ahead, Jennifer. When he walked away from it. Yeah, he walked away from it, dipshit. He did. Yeah. Do you remember? Well, I will sign. Uh, you guys will work it all out, and I will sign anything you put in front of me because mm-hmm. I know you guys will work it out. That and was the next day. Day, one, day two. Next <laughs> day, fuck off. I'm not signing nothing. Mm. So he's the one that walked away. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> remember well. what he said when he signed the tax bill? <laughs> Never again. Never, you know, ever again. They <laughs> actually had to take Santorum to the hospital after that to remove the froth from his mouth. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Ooh, uh, we'll give you that. Maybe a buzzer. Maybe a buzzer too. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, seriously. But you know, I, I guess uh, you know, uh, you, you got to have a little pity for Trump because you know where he learned his uh, his negotiating skills, right? Trump University. Go pricks. His his diploma from there, you know, his diploma. It's tremendously big and tremendously wet. Yeah. (laughs) And tremendously useless. (laughs) Yeah. It's like it's like a tarp made of toilet paper. So. (laughs) The biggest diploma. That's perfect. Smartest diploma. A tarp made of toilet paper. (laughs) Great. I love this. I, I get to go full on into the into the potty humor gutter with you guys tonight. It's awesome. Oh yeah, so we'll take you right there. We'll take you right <laughs> oh, yeah. there, and we'll roll around in it too. That's that's not beyond us, right? talking instead of talking heads with uh, "Take Me to the River," I'll, I'll do a "Take Me to the Sewer." <laughs> Breaking news. Breaking news! Breaking news! The Nike has announced its new uh, new campaign. Let me post it for you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and of course, the slogan for it. I have it here. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, the new new uh, new the logo. The new new campaign for Nike. Can't do it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's upside down on his forehead. <laughs> yeah, that's very good. All right, amen to that, Joe. Amen. All right, on that note, amen. it is time again. Congratulations to Brad Friedman and Desi Doyne. I think this is episode nine oh one, eight oh one, or nine oh one of the. They they just hit their like eight or ninth hundred episode of the Green News Report. So, um. Congrats to Brad and Desi for being around. I mean, they're they've been doing the Green News Report for as long as I've been doing Turn Up the Night. Actually, I think I might be. Oh shit! I you know I've been saying I've been doing Turn Up the Night for ten years for like two years. <laughs> so, <laughs> so actually, I think it's eleven years. Uh, in like a month. Um, and I've been saying. 35 for 35 years. So. <laughs> right. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but anyway, the Green News Report coming up. I'm sure they're going to have lots to say about the uh, the latest hurricane season and obviously a lot more intelligent things to say about it than uh, fat, blithering, uh, shithole Donnie. 
Um, so let's go ahead and hit the break. We'll wait be right back. <laughs> Can't wait for that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then after that, uh, of course, we'll be uh, doing name calling, birthdays, and taking your phone calls right here uh, on Turn Up the Night, the Tuesday edition. We'll be right back. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how to... Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Thanks up, everybody, for rocking more! It's Tuesday, September 11, 2018. I have already ordered the mandatory evacuation of all people in all of the evacuation zones. Powerful Hurricane Florence takes aim at the U.S. East Coast. Tropical storm watch is in effect for a good portion of Hawaii. While Hawaii braces for its second major storm in two weeks. Brand new pipeline explodes in Pennsylvania. Plus... This bill and the executive order that I'm going to sign will put California on a path to the goals to meet the Paris Agreement and beyond. California blazes a new path of action to fight climate change. All of those paths and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Look at the size of this thing. No need to brag, Ali Velshi. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, well, last week we hit 900 Green News reports. So this week, it seems the climate is doubling down on us. Yeah, nature seems kind of mad. Several states have declared states of emergency ahead of Hurricane Florence, which is on track for a direct hit along the U.S. East Coast as a potentially catastrophic Category 4 storm fueled by extremely warm Atlantic Ocean waters. South Carolina's Governor Henry McMaster on Monday urged coastal residents to please heed mandatory evacuation orders while they still can. We do not want to risk one South Carolina life in this hurricane. Hurricane Florence is packing dangerous storm surge and high winds, but forecasters warn it may stall in place, potentially dumping Hurricane Harvey levels of rainfall, triggering record inland flooding. AP reports that in Florence's potential flood zone are six nuclear power plants, toxic coal ash waste ponds, and hundreds of massive open pit hog manure lagoons. All of which, if the amount of rain that is now predicted to come in uh, could flood, could get into the water supply, this is a very scary situation. On the other side of the world, in the Pacific, Hawaii Governor David Ige has declared a state of emergency for the second time in two weeks in advance of Tropical Storm Olivia, Hawaii's second big storm impact in those two weeks. Two weeks ago, Hawaii saw the second largest rainfall event on record in the United States caused by Hurricane Lane, which was second only to Hurricane Harvey one year ago. The increase in frequency and intensity of extreme weather events is in line with climate scientists' predictions for what we would expect with global warming. You know, it would be nice if the scientists got it wrong every now and again these days. In Pennsylvania, an underground natural gas pipeline exploded before dawn on Monday, destroying a home, two garages, and several cars, plus overhead power lines, knocking out power to 1,500 residents. No injuries or deaths have been reported, thankfully, and no cause has yet been determined. The new pipeline went online only one week ago 
go. Brand new pipeline. One of these pipelines, they tell us, oh, we're using brand new technology. Nothing to worry about here. Apparently... There's a whole lot to worry about here. But some good news, some pipeline accountability in California, where a jury has found Texas-based Plains All-American Pipeline Company guilty on felony criminal charges in a major oil pipeline spill in 2015 that fouled beaches and killed marine life and birds near Santa Barbara. Also in California, in a rebuke to the Trump administration's efforts to expand offshore drilling, Democratic Governor Jerry Brown has signed two state bills permanently blocking all new federal drilling for oil and gas in state waters and barring any expansion of existing oil and gas infrastructure that would ship offshore oil and gas across to state lands. But that's not even the biggest good news coming out of California. No, it is not. On Monday, Governor Brown also signed the landmark SB 100, legally committing the state to meeting the target of 100% carbon-free electricity by 2045. Now that is a huge deal all on its own. But in a surprise move... Brown went even further, signing an executive order requiring the entire state, the world's fifth largest economy, to become 100% carbon neutral by 2045, covering all emissions, including cars, and then moving to negative carbon emissions after 2045. It is the most ambitious goal of any government in the world. In a press conference, Brown said California is committed to transitioning to clean energy and meeting the targets of the United Nations Paris Climate Agreement and beyond. It's not going to be easy, and it will not be immediate, but it must be done. California is committed to doing whatever is necessary to meet the existential threat of climate change. And yes, it is an existential threat. No matter what the naysayers may say, it is a real present danger to California and to the people of the world. When Donald Trump pulled out of the Paris Climate Agreement, Jerry Brown said, okay, we'll take the lead out here in California. Looks like he's trying to make good on that promise. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. My thanks to those of you who stopped by bradblog.com slash donate to help us celebrate our 900th episode of the Green News Report. If you haven't done so already, it's not too late. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's... Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heaping helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, Glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hi, this is Tim Coromall from The Tim Coromall Show, and you are listening to IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower.
This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up The Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky! Like a knife fight in an alley. I forgot my other... I, oh, I meant to do this. This is how it's supposed to go. Like a knife fight in an alley. People are sick and tired of this sh- uh, poop show in it's Washington. tremendously big and tremendously wet. That's what I meant to do. And I got all flustered. I got all flustered. I was cleaning off some shelves during the break. That's because so. you find it remain anonymous. Yeah. An anonymous. Really an anonymous. Fucking idiot. Uh, <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, uh, the uh, Tuesday edition. And, of course, uh, sitting in uh, for all three hours tonight, uh, as always, the one and only Joe Santoros of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello, Joe. Hey, how are you? We're here in Scranton, and it's uh, it's drizzling. <laughs> as it's, it's been from around June 6th. Oh, my God. It really feels like it, doesn't it? <laughs> So stop it. Stop it. Stop it, Mother Nature. Uh, and, of course, that very distinctive laugh of the man we all know and love from the Tim Coromel show, Joe's partner in crime, Tim Coromel, in Scranton, Pennsylvania, on a little uh, vacation. Hey, hey. Of you course. Know, Kenny, when you said, uh, yeah. hey, everybody, that made, that reminds me, every time I see Carter Page on TV, I say, hey, everybody. <laughs> 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 true true and of oh, course yeah. your your silent lovely husband uh ron is there as well so and I'm, I'm assuming barb is is also somewhere in the house probably getting gnawed on she's by dogs upstairs making, she's upstairs making sure that the, the dogs aren't eating the house yeah <laughs> yeah she's keeping the dogs away from 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 where we are <laughs> and she's doing a hell of a job. Yeah. Because we you haven't got eaten to keep yet. the dogs away. You got I to keep say, the dogs I at bay. Say, yeah. Your dining room table looks a little shorter than the last time I was here. Yeah. Well, <laughs> got to cut the other three legs to match the one that bit. <laughs> yeah. Sharky! <laughs> yeah. You should see Sharky. Sharky's a big Sharky now. Yeah. 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 yeah we have three big ones. Yeah. yeah, they're all over 50 pounds now. Yes, yeah. yeah. But when, when, when they go out, the, the neighbors don't really know who they are because they, they're an- anonymous. 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 Or maybe they just hiss. So. <laughs> it's like steam escaping. <laughs> Uh, all right, so uh, back to it here, everybody. Uh, uh, Tim, I thought it, it, obviously you're in the chat room. Uh, I thought it might be nice if uh, you did name calling tonight. Would you be up for uh, up up for that? I can do that. All right, let me get our little uh, jingle here. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. Well, there you go. Well, we'll, we'll start. Out. I, I I don't see anyone anonymous in here. <laughs> <laughs> Anomalous. <laughs> oh, let's see. And you guys always have so much fun when you do it. We do. <laughs> but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try to, try to act like somebody, right? Yeah, you can right. do it with a Scranton accent, All right? Because you've been here right three days. Yeah, right. Well, then you should have a Scranton accent. 
Uh, I, I don't know. What is a Scranton accent? Scranton, like, uh, don't don't mess with me. Okay? Oh yeah, yeah. 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 I'm from from West Scranton, don't mess. Don't mess. Don't mess. <laughs> you got Adam Hebert. You know. Yeah, you know we got Adam Hebert here. Adam, how are you, Adam? Good to see you, man. And and also Bailua. Is that how you say that? I always want to say Bailua. Bailua. It's like Bailey's and Kalua. Bailey's and Kalua. Bailua. Hey, Bailua. Also joining us, Glenster. Glenster 66. And the Ed McMahon of the Tim Cornwall Show. Francie 57. Hey, yo. Francie, I know you're doing that. <laughs> also, we have Heather, Heather H8571, and Jay Colley. How are you, Jay Colley? Jay Colley719, Cat, Cat0211. Good to see you, Cat. One of these days, we're going to get to Ohio. We'll meet you in one of these days. Heck yeah. Also, hey, there's someone in here named Kenny Pig. <laughs> who? Never, never who? heard of him. Ed, Ed. Says who? <laughs> Says who? Right. <laughs> and oh, the one and only Ken Says Senior, who? the sire of Ken, Kenny Pig. That's right. Oh, you're Ken Senior. Ken, Ken Senior's Senior. birthday was two days ago. We're going to go That's ahead and, right. and uh, Happy birthday, Ken Senior. give him a banner. And also, Lee again. How are you, Lee again? And living on Long Island, living on LI. How are you? Good to see you guys. I'm usually yeah. just saying hey in, in the chat room when I'm doing this. <laughs> yeah. And uh, also the person I'm sitting next to, Marnus Three, aka Joe Santos. There he don't is. Mess. Okay, don't mess. All right. <laughs> and Michelle in South Florida, Michelle S F L. How are you, Michelle? That means Miles Moon- can't be far behind, too. Yeah. And Moonmare, how are you, Moonmare? Good to see you, President. Oh, oh I did. Nice. Oh, I got to meet. I or, um, I got to meet. Was it? Um, who was it? I got to meet at the um, no, Stephanie. No. Man. Oh, that was right. Yeah, where's Meow tonight? <laughs> meow, goodness. Um, okay. he might have curled up in a in a little loaf like a cat and fallen asleep. Yeah, but like I say, Moon Mare and President, good to see you, President. And oh, look who's here, Rain nineteen sixty seven. Hey, Rain. I hope you're. I hope you're not. Uh, or you're awake. <laughs> yeah, you're pretty exhausted. I'm sure. Woo. Hi, Rainy. We miss you. We miss you. I'm. I, I was hoping to be on the show tonight. I may have to come back on Friday. <laughs> she, she she said she might pop in later on the program, but that's it, depending on how she's feeling. So it, it, uh, right. we'll we'll roll out the red carpet for her if she wants to uh, sometime in the next hour. But if not, and, we totally understand. Yes, and also Sandy and Derwood. Hey, hey, Sandy. How are you? Sandy, I'm sorry, I'm not going. We're not going to be able to make the uh, dinner before the Stephanie Miller uh, sexy liberal show in DC, but we will see you at the show. And also, Scooter Cans, hey Scooter, good to see you, Gavin. You there, Theo, JW, good to see you, Theo, and Trojan Rabbit. What a fine, fine chat room tonight. That's a great chat room. Nice. And Lee, we haven't seen Lee in a while, so hey, Lee, welcome yeah. back, Lee. Lee again. So <laughs> yeah, we, we love Lee again. So yeah, oh, so, that's it. Thinks Meow is going to the movie to beat the movie tonight. Let's go out to the movies. Uh, so all right. Well, thank you, Tim. Thank you for for that. Berry sandwich, Castleberry pulled beef. Pulled yeah, pulled pork sandwiches <laughs> or whatever. It is. Pulled, pulled pork. 
like bump mm, pork. Nothing like a greasy hot dog and black coffee at the theater. For all your sharding needs. Yeah. <laughs> it's tremendously big and tremendously wet. That's right. And, you know, uh, and don't forget the uh, fried bologna and Velveeta uh, biscuit. Oh, uh, yeah. We, we got to love that. That's our that's our favorite. The made-from-scratch fried bologna and Velveeta biscuit. New at Hardee's. Biscuit. You know, really, <laughs> how much scratch is there to make bologna and biscuit? I mean, from scratch, really? Um, I mean, how... Fucking low scratch do you have to get? Uh, I think it's made from scratching your head and coming up with coming up with an idea. <laughs> like it's a big accomplishment to get bologna and a and a bun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and before we get to our caller on the line, uh Candy Pick Senior, his birthday was on the ninth. Uh we did this on Friday, but hey, he's my dad, so he gets a birthday baner. Uh, once again. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday! All right. Well, hey, it's Francie on Unhappy Birthday, Dad. Happy Birthday, Dad. Uh, spend your Amazon uh, gift wisely. Uh, oh, no, Francie's back. Uh, uh, somehow we lost her, but she's back. Francie, are you there? Hello. Yes, I am. Hi. Hello. Hey. Hello. Hello. Tim and Joe and Kenny. That other guy. Yeah. <laughs> It's like the Tim. Watch, it, it's like a three-hour Tim Carmel show tonight, really, with me oh, talking awesome. more. Awesome! <laughs> yeah. I, I it's awesome. It's great. It's you know, it's a it's a good thing. And I do. Did, uh, did you get my birthday banner? I didn't, but we'll do it again. It's okay. Um, uh, but I do want to say this. Rain said, "Give me fifteen minutes if you will have me," and I was like, "Yeah, sister." Okay. So so rain is going to come on. But what was your what was your birthday? I I the everything was flying by. So what what do you got? Um, my my dear college pal of over forty years, Tanya, is celebrating her sixtieth birthday tomorrow. Well, Tanya, since you are a friend and not a family member, here's your birthday bonus. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey. hey. Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday! Yeah. And that's one grown. There you go. Yay! <laughs> Beautiful. So what's on and your mind? What a what? day. Yeah. What a day today. What a freaking day. day. I was on the Twitter. I haven't been on like like for a long time in a long time, and I'm sorry I went on because yeah, <laughs> Trump, the Trump, the pictures of him, um, thumbs up in his Shanksville, and the other oh the fist picture, pump yeah the the fist pumping thing the other no his stupid face he had some weird face that somebody already photoshopped it him doing something with like um, Chris Christie in the beach chair. 
Yeah. <laughs> one of those. Oh, nice. One of those. It's going to make the rounds. And then his tweets. What mm-hmm. the hell? He knows his numbers. years ago. On September oh, 11th. And people were like, people were like, what? What? Yeah. Well, and then he, and then they brought up when, um, when he um, said, "Oh God, his building was the tallest on 9/11." Yeah. They brought that up when they, you know, he called or they called him. I don't know what. And then he was somewhere, and he was saying he was down in the pile at the ground zero at the pile, helping yeah. people. And I'm like, bullshit. No. <laughs> Fucking no bullshit. Yeah, but uh, Tim wanted to, had a question for you. What were you going to say, Tim? Oh, uh, Francie, I was just going to say uh, we were talking about that earlier. You you left off in front of seventeen years. He forgot to type. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. It's seventeen years since. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. What a what a colossal boob. Piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, he's just such a piece of crap. He sucks. And he's like, all day I was screaming, shut up. Shut up, shut up. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Somebody break his fucking hand. Shut up, stop tweeting. Oh, uh, yeah. Shut up. Shut up. Oh, my God, I don't care. Is this real life? Is this real life? Oh, yeah. And he, he, he's, he, and then he... The hurricane and then tremendously wet, and I'm like, "What the fuck? Is this real life?" <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is he? I mean, oh, somebody needs to dunk him, give him a swirly and a toilet roll in the toilet. Oh, yeah. he sucks. He sucks. He sucks. He sucks. Hey, Francie, he, it's a big one. Yes, it's a big what? one. It's tremendously it tremendously big and tremendously, tremendously wet. wet. Wait, I know, a super shark. Yeah. A super shark. He, he was bragging about a hurricane, right? That this yeah. hurricane's going to be the biggest. Oh, yeah. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? He's it's, bragging it's, about a natural disaster. Of course, because it's got to be all about him. And it's going to be an A+. Plus. A plus. An A plus hurricane. A plus, 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 plus. Oh, my God. What a fucking idiot. I got out the... <laughs> I got out the flarp for you, Francie. Oh, good. So there <laughs> hey, you go. Francie, did you get to see yes. Barack Obama the other day speaking? Yeah. Did you get to see Barack Obama? Did, no, did, did no, I didn't get to see him. No, I'm going to have to look at a clip. Well, this is what he what said. What did he Surprise. say? <laughs> no, play it again. Oh. Play, play it again. <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> yes. There you go. Trump I know. TV, and that's what he heard. <laughs> this is this is like the most hor- horrific time to be alive. Uh, I mean, it's scary. It is freaking scary. This asshole isn't going to do shit. Yeah. And he's going to take credit. He's going to take credit because he didn't do shit for Puerto Rico. No, no, what no. What the hell? No, no. Success. On what level was it a fucking success? Yeah, well, what the Jesus hell? Fucking Christ! Yeah, <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. But how do you really Christ. feel, Francie? <laughs> I, I, if I could spit 
nails, I would. Yeah, so <laughs> I hear you. We, we were God. just... Uh, MSNBC had a clip a little while ago of, of uh, Trump speaking at the you know at the nine at the nine uh, eleven memorial in uh, Pennsylvania, oh, yeah. and uh, Tom Tom Wolf was standing on the other side of Melania from him, wasn't it? Is that the governor? Yeah, yeah and I, it looked like he just kind of looked like he wanted to reach over and just slap him. <laughs> oh, I know, I, I know. I mean, Ireland, Ireland, hooray, happy news, Ireland. He's not going. Thank God. Because I would make a trip over to Ireland and get all the rotten potatoes I could find. And well, <laughs> you know, there's that whole St. Patrick's law over there since they already drove out all the snakes. Yes, they, no they don't snakes. want anymore, yeah. Uh, you Fran- know, see, as, our, as our good buddy John Brito says, we need that, he needs slapping law. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, Francie, um, I'll tell you what, I'm going to let you go because we got another caller coming in. Are you still there, Francie? She bailed. Oh, oh. <laughs> I don't know what happened. As soon as uh, so, um, <laughs> anyway, well, uh, we she she fell off, but I'm sorry, Francie. We'll 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 get you on next show. But Heather is here with us. Uh, welcome back, Heather. Hi. I usually don't call, but I can't say I usually don't call. But that's beside the point. Um. I couldn't even watch TV today. It, oh, I, I don't know. I, ever since, I don't know. One year, I was talking to a friend of mine, and we were chatting back and forth about 9-11 and the events and blah, blah, blah. The fact that yeah. they air this stuff on TV every year. I don't think the media makes it any easier for any of the family members. I just, I I don't know. It just, it's heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. I mean, I dread even posting anything, you know? I mean, I I, I hear you. Pick the firefighter, and then I put up, oh, I guess it was, um, there's a song from Five for Fighting called Superman. Yeah, I'm, and that's I know it. All I could go. That's all the further I went. I couldn't. It's just you know, it's heartbreaking. But uh, that's beside the point. But oh God, that song um, was heavily featured in the in the CW series Smallville. Oh, I love that song. <laughs> uh, real, real quick, can you can you hang on one second, Heather? Because uh, Francie, uh, I, I got you back on the line, but. Something happened, right? I answered Heather's call, and, and you just immediately fell off. Oh, I know, and I didn't want to be rude. I didn't hang up, but I'll let Heather, hi, Heather, I'll let her talk, and I'll just say goodbye. I love you guys. Oh, we love you too, Francie, and we'll, we'll talk to you okay. soon. Talk, Give us a call All back right. on Friday. Bye, okay, bye-bye, right. guys. All right, bye. bye-bye. So, uh, all right, but no, yeah, Heather, I, I know, I know what you're saying. It, nine eleven is really rough. Uh, like I said at the beginning of the show, I don't want to forget, but I don't want to relive a lot of the, you know, I, I mean, it's very romanticized by the right. Nine eleven and the spirit of unity that went on in this country, but we know that it actually went on to cause a, an even greater spirit of division in this country because look at what people were saying about Barack Hussein Obama when he was running. You know, I had a family member say, he's an Arab. I'm like, 
what are you t-? Or, no his his father was an arab i'm like do you know what that word means no he you know wasn't. He, he was a, he was a north american muslim so you know or, or north african muslim i'm sorry um so I believe in North Africa. I don't know exactly the geography. I suck at Africa. Uh, I suck at I suck at geography. Period. Not just Africa. The United <laughs> States. I'm pretty good with capitals. Oh yeah, the United States. Um, so, uh, but but no, you know, I mean that's. I, I get it. I get your frustration because it's hard. It's hard to relive this stuff, and you know. Every time I think of 9-11, I go back to where I was, you know, and I, I lived in an apartment in Lakewood with Susan right after we were first married. And, you know, well, you know, about three years, uh, two, yeah, three years after we were married. And I got a phone call. I was working, uh, you know, I used to work in a grocery store, so I was working all kinds of different shifts. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, w- I worked a late shift the night before and I was sleeping and it was nine whatever in the morning. And my mom calls me and she's like, do you have the TV on? And I said, no. And she's like, somebody bombed us. That, that I'll never forget those words because she didn't even know what was going on. She turned the TV on and saw the smoke coming out of the towers. She didn't know it was it was airplanes. So it's really horrific, to, you know, and not like, you know, my misery is any worse. Uh, well, my misery is definitely not, you know, even, you know, measurable to the people who, you know, had family members die on 9-11. But it, it's, it's just, it, it was damaging to my psyche. As it was a lot of other people, and and it's really hard uh, because it, it. But what I remember most about after nine eleven wasn't this fictitious spirit of unity that that everybody. Yeah, you know, for a couple days, we were all like, "Yeah, let's kill those fuckers." But then, when more nuanced and thoughtful discussions started happening, it was it, it became different, and then. It became you're either with us or you're with the terrorists. So I and mean, all of a sudden it turned into America. Yeah, it went, you know, it turned into you know, of course, uh, the the classic. Uh, Don't mess around with God's America. Yeah, you know that Middle Eastern God that the uh, all Christians worship. Um, the same oh, yeah. God Muslims do. So. So yeah, but anyway, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to filibuster. We'll give you a, a minute before we uh, before we let you go. Um, and I will say it was good to hear um, the clip of um, Granholm. Oh, she's wonderful. Oh, I she was my governor. Yeah, I thought you were from Michigan, Heather. So yeah, I I think so much of her. Um, and I'm hoping we, I can that that this November we can get the party that's there right now out of the governor's. Mm. Amen. <laughs> yeah, a- amen to that. And you know what? Amen. I I got amen. I w- I have no objection to seeing Jennifer Granholm's name thrown into the hat for uh, uh, contenders for a Democratic uh, presidential nomination she has enough experience and know-how um can't do it yeah can't do it she can't do it because she's canadian oh i didn't know that 
Yeah. Oh, Son of a Oh, she, now. She could, she, but she could run for the Senate. Ugh. No, she can't. No, you know I'm gonna who else do is that, though. Does you know who else is Canadian? No, Tim. Who's that? Ted Cruz. Oh, Ruffy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start breaking. I'm gonna start breaking stuff now. Oh, God damn it! God damn it! I want a Granholm, President Granholm. Just give it to me. And Cruz, yes. ridden, ridden out on a hot rail to hell. Uh, so oh, I hope so. I hope so too. Beto, Beto, Beto. Oh, you're not the only one that's been saying that. I oh yeah. I live here in Michigan, and I uh, I really like him. So. Yeah. Well, Heather, thank you so much for calling. Uh, we always love it when you call, and don't be a stranger. Um, and uh, but we got to let you go and go to break. Because rain's coming on, so we're excited about that, too. All righty. Have a great night. All right. You, too. Take care. All right, Heather. So, uh, all right. Well, it is, uh, we're a little overdue for break, uh, so let's go ahead and run to it. And, of course, coming up, uh, we got rain. We'll talk a little bit about Donald Trump Jr. Um, and, uh, <laughs> uh, and prepare uh, for Mad Libs. Brand new Mad Libs book, everybody. Very, very uh, suitable for uh, what we're doing tonight. Or, or very suitable for Turn Up the Night any night, really. Uh, so, all right, we'll be right back with lots more Turn Up the Night with me, Joe, Tim, and Rain coming up in a second. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig. It gave the Americans more motivation to see what we can do with our country. IndieMediaWeekly.com Worldwide. Okay. I told you not to go out tonight. You are about to face the screen's most horrifying challenge. I see something. No, let's get out of here. Somebody out there. You're about to face... <laughs> Maniac. Tonight won't be like other nights. Tonight, terror is waiting. Something's out there. Vicious, without pity. Turning the air thick with fear. A madman's out there. A step too quick. Dangerously strong. And your blood will stain the dark streets. You are about to experience horror more real than anything you could ever imagine. I told you not to go out tonight. You're about to experience Maniac. You'll tear the life out of you. An analysis film's release. No one under 17 admitted. And now, on with the show. It's tremendously big and tremendously wet. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. It is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed.
Hey everybody, welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the Tuesday edition, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com, radio for humans, and of course joining me on the program, uh, the one and only Joe Santorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello, sir. Hi. We're electric, and uh, we're wet. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's, Not it, a good mix. The, the, well, <laughs> the one thing I hear about uh, Scranton, well, the two things I hear about Scranton. It's tremendously big and tremendously wet. Yeah. So uh, we, we got that. And, of course, uh, joining me. Uh, jo- yeah, yes, you're here. Uh, and joining us also from the Beltway Bureau, Washington, D.C., uh, in her new homestead, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog. Hi, Rain. Hi, guys. Hey, Rain. Rain. Good to hear you. So you might need to get up on your microphone a little bit more. Yeah. Okay. the the room The room still has some work to do. So bear with me here. Hey, you sound great, though. You sound great. Right. So so good here. We're good here. Yeah. How's my brain? <laughs> Tim, that laugh. <laughs> I said, "How's the swamp brain?" <laughs> oh, good God! I got away for a week. Jesus Christ! I escaped, escaped for a week. <laughs> He's in my swamp now. We moved we moved last Friday, right? Yeah. Well, and uh, in the middle of the move, like at five o'clock, a thunderstorm literally came across no. where we were moving. Mm. And it wasn't just a thunderstorm, it was like, Oh, let's all jump into the pool all at once mm. and like, then move is, shit into the house. Wow. This is they were moving your mattress and getting soaking wet. Yes. Mattress. Wow. <laughs> actually, well they, they held the mattress. Anyway, hi guys. Well yeah, anyway, we, well, sorry well, about too much no, of an echo. Hey, no no it sounds fine. And of course, uh, uh last but not least, uh, Tim Carmel from the Tim Carmel show hanging out in Joe's uh, dungeon. Um, with a 540-inch television screen. What? Hey! How are you? <laughs> Hi, everybody. I just keep increasing the size of, of Joe's TV screen in his basement. <laughs> well, we, just so. had a giant, we just had a giant picture of Trump sitting at his desk in the office with a guy with a chart with the hurricane and him explaining to him how hurricanes come into the... <laughs> <laughs> Let's hit how they twist. How they twist and hit yes. They twist and they turn. Well, I saw that today, and I was like, "What oh, God is he?" All <laughs> the only he thing you need to anything. Rain. The only thing you need to know about hurricanes. It's tremendously big and tremendously wet. That's it. That's right. Uh, By the way, is, that's that's not Trump's penis, right? No, uh, no, that's tremendously small and crusty. <laughs> uh, so, oh yeah! Oh, breaking news! So, uh, what you got, Tim? We have some breaking news. Joe, you want to read it? Or you want me to read it? Oh, you should. <laughs> All right, this is just popped up on uh, Huffington Post. Oh, and I apologize if someone posted this in the chat room and I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> Sheldon Whitehouse asked Brett Kavanaugh if he has a gambling problem. And did. Kavanaugh answer. He has submitted the question in writing oh. for him to explain his personal un- unexplained personal debts, which yeah. were not covered during the hearings. Yeah, I've been wondering about that too because he had an incredible amount of credit card debt. Correct. One sixty thousand and one two hundred thousand, and he wow. explained that 
bought he he had Washington Nationals tickets, mm-hmm. but uh, apparently, with playing probably. public. Well, you guys are cutting out a little From bit. From two thousand one. House's gambling apart from publicly disclosed yeah. email from 2001. Hey, Tim. You guys are cutting out. Tim. Kavanaugh, Tim. Tim. Cutting out. We're cutting out. Yeah, you're cutting out a little bit. Let's give it a second here. Yeah, I, I can hear you now. Why don't you start over on that? Yeah, you guys are cutting out for us too. Oh. You're, you're better we- now. Okay, well, I think we. I think maybe it's the weather here. <laughs> yeah, go, go ahead and start start over on that. It said the White House's gambling question stems in part from a publicly disclosed email from 2001 where Kavanaugh apologizes to his friends for growing aggressive after blowing still another game of dice on a weekend vacation in the Chesapeake Bay. Wait, he's playing dice in the Chesapeake Bay? Dice? There's two things. So I didn't know that there was like a dice problem. (laughs) <laughs> on the on the Chesapeake Bay. Yeah, there is. Deuce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, those, do those dice float? Snake eyes. Hmm. Snake eyes. Well, that's the way he's going to do his. Uh, that's the way he's doing his cases when they come from the Supreme Court. Just throw a dice. Right. That's wow. It. Yeah. What was that credit card debt again? How much did he have? Sixty, and one was two hundred thousand. There that's were two hundred thousand. Thousand dollars. I mean, who of us have not, you know, gotten up to two hundred thousand and then had to pay it off? And also, White House wants to know more information about how Kavanaugh and his wife afforded their one point two million dollar home in two thousand six, and how he managed to pay a membership in the Chevy Chase Club, whose initiation fee is reportedly ninety two thousand, with annual dues of more than nine thousand dollars a year. You know what? I'm glad that you brought that up because the two hundred thousand dollars for the credit card debt. Because of this Chevy Chase Club and that house, everybody else is like, "Wait, what? How? No. Well, Where'd you get that? Where'd you get that money?" He explained Brett? that that he bought tickets for the Washington Nationals <laughs> for friends, and that they oh. paid him back. Oh, that was his explanation. He didn't mention dice. Now I have dice hanging from my my rearview mirror. Oh, that's hot and yeah, sexy, Joe. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. But I never Joe, play. Do you have truck nuts too? I, I never play. <laughs> I got a noun for Mad Libs now. <laughs> so this says White House wants to know whether Kavanaugh has gambled at any point since 2000, how many times, with whom, where, and how much money he has won or lost. The senator is also asking the nominee whether he plays in a regular or periodic poker game, and if he has ever gambled in the state of New Jersey likely a reference to Atlantic City. Finally, White House wants to know if Kavanaugh has ever received or filed a W-2G tax form with the IRS reporting gambling earnings or losses. Wow. Boom, Chef. Do any of us know where Kavanaugh's state of residence is? Probably, I would guess, most likely. Well, if he's in the Chevy Chase Club, he may be in Montgomery County. Mm. Or Trump Tower. Maryland. And either there or or Virginia. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I got the I got the clip for you here. Boom shakalaka. Boom shakalaka. Boom shakalaka. And boom boom shakalaka goes right, right there. there. <laughs> My favorite. There you go. He kind of fell off the face of the earth, didn't he? 
Yeah, whatever happened? Oh, didn't uh, didn't the the I know that the uh, the homeless LG, LGBT youth organization was trying to um, buy his church. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I never was, followed up yeah. on that. Yeah, but I haven't heard from him in a long time. I don't know whatever happened to him. Maybe he maybe he just wandered off, kind of like Glenn Beck. Maybe they took him off of YouTube. <laughs> yeah, let's <laughs> hope. He's in Trump's wig. No, he's in semen latte. <laughs> <laughs> latte. So swimming in latte. <laughs> uh, that's that. That's called Santorum. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, interestingly, we were talking about this. Is I don't know. I mean, Joe and I are both starting latte. to feel that this, this Kavanaugh nomination may not be so wrapped up. I I actually I got to be honest with you. I said that. I wasn't on the air because I've been away for so long, but mm-hmm. I did. I said that to Bob about a week. God, every fucking day is a month. I know. But it was, it was, um, it was, it was right after we found out that, you know, that stolen email mm-hmm. thing from mm-hmm. him. And I'm sure you guys talked about that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the mm-hmm. whole Planned Parenthood stolen email thing. And I felt like, you know what? I don't know if he's going to get confirmed. I'm still not hundred percent confirmed. Uh, well, for sure. Now, as as the hearings were happening last week, and I was watching the way the Republicans were were, were railroading railroading this through, you know, and I, I was just like, they're just going to push him through and be done with it and take it to a vote, and you know, they're going to try to prevent the Democrats from, you, you know, they dry, did that big document drunk the night before, so they yes. wouldn't have time to go through it and all this stuff, and then you know, when all that stuff, when when the Democrats actually started standing up. You know, when Cory Booker said, I'm releasing this, and you, even if you eject me from the Senate, yep. I'm doing this for the American people. And then other senators started to stand up in the I am Spartacus moment. Yes. And, then, and then I thought, well, you know, this is just another stunt. They're still going to push him through. But then when I started seeing the, you know, everyone talking about how I, I read several editorials that said he shouldn't be, you know, confirmed. He should be impeached because he lied to the Senate. But then all weekend long, all we heard about was who's who's anonymous. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. Sunday shows were talking about the fact that it was completely ignored. And I'm just sitting here banging my my head on the wall because, the, you know, the, again, this is all just a distraction to try to get him through. I think you said, Rain, I think you were right. And I think now they're starting to wake up and go oh holy shit he did lie and and what about all this and what about all that and now you got mm-hmm. susan collins actually just came out and said i don't know that i can support him over these lies this is why they were trying to fast track this thing yeah they didn't want any they knew the longer out. this went on the more these questions were going to pop up and i'll tell you right now i think that uh, his nomination whether he gets it or not is a roll of the dice and i've also heard uh, theorized that if he does Get the nomination um, as soon as Democrats get the get the uh, the House, they could file impeachment against That's him right. for mm-hmm. lying to Congress. Well, well, we right. need to get we need to get there first. Yeah, yeah. Or we can or we can like go forward and try like what White House is doing, saying yeah. oh, we want to see this stuff because I, I the fact that they're trying to fast track fast track this nominee mm-hmm. doesn't make sense. I mean, when we had, what was it, Gorsuch? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gorsuch was a given at that point. I mean, to me, it, it pisses me off right now, but it was a given. This particular nominee, they're fast-tracking. I don't get it. I mean, 
the, you know, the, the, there's there's a part of me that does get it over here. But if I were to put my bias aside, it's like and sleight take a look of at hand. It, yeah, if I were to take put my bias aside and look at it without any bias, I don't get why they're trying to fast track this, especially considering the fact that he lied. He lied. Yeah. That's yeah, and and I. I just want to say, and of course, uh, uh, Sheldon Whitehouse, I trust him implicitly. Would you would, would trust uh, Sheldon Whitehouse or do you trust Senator Snowball? Senator with right. Snowball. So. <laughs> oh, I've missed you guys. Well, I have good news for uh, Mr. Kavanaugh. If he wants to wants to bet, uh, Vegas has well, his, uh, <laughs> Vegas is, is rating his uh, nomination now 50-50. <laughs> is so that true? That, uh, yeah. <laughs> You know, is, but, uh, you know what go, you should you might make a buck Joe you know what you should have said you should have said I have good news for people with bad credit <laughs> oh shit oh seriously how a hundred a hundred thousand was it a hundred thousand credit card two hundred thousand what was it two hundred thousand two hundred two hundred what yeah. the fuck that's insane. Well, you know, they say his his nomination is now just the roll of the dice. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, and, and, you know, and the other thing too that really irritates me about this, you know, is that if the shoe was on the other foot, if the Democrats had the House, the Senate, and the White House, and they brought forward somebody so extreme on the left side. Same. Oh. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I found a dice throwing sound effect. <laughs> but whoever, I mean, if they tried to push through the way, exactly the way the Republicans are doing, Fox News would be basically on fire. <laughs> you know, Rush Limbaugh, all of the, all, all of the right wing would be so engaged about how the Democrats are slamming this Supreme Court nominee down oh, America's no. throat. He's shoving it down our throat, cramming it and down. It, they're ramming it down our throat like a big greased-up I mean, remote just, control. I mean, the right wing would just be on collective fire, and yeah. they would yeah, talk just, about nothing on any of the Sunday shows about it. And you know, but the Republicans are doing it. And what were what are we talking about? Anonymous, anonymous, anonymous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, is that you know, this, and what you just brought up, Tim, is really important because the right wing would do that. However, we on the left would never allow a candidate to get to the nomination process. Well, right. That was as dirty as Kavanaugh. Exactly. Well, I'm, I'm, and I'm not saying dirty. I'm, I'm, saying I'm, I'm, no, I'm saying Kavanaugh's dirty. What I'm trying to say is that we actually vet our people. Yeah. And and we 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 tell we we do we do what, what is it? Um, opposition Vetting. research. Opposition what? research. Yeah. It's un American. We do that. Yeah, but no, I actually the fucking right. It is. I, I actually we, have. We look at people yeah. and we say, "Yeah, you know what? You got some issues. I don't think we want to." I no, I, you're not. Gonna I actually go. do have audio from a parallel universe. If Obama had tried to do what the Republicans are doing now, here here's that audio.
that's what Republicans would be doing. <laughs> yeah, and I'll tell you, and you know, if the Democrats take the Senate, you know, and, and I can guarantee you, and the Republicans are in the minority, the first thing they're going to do at the, when the ne- new session begins and they vote on the rules, they're going to try to reinstitute this, the filibuster rule. Mm-hmm. You know, which they can't. So there. Well, but they'll try. Well, I mean, do, you Wait. put anything past Mitch the Turtle. Joe, you said that. Hold on, bear with me. <laughs> like a knife fighting so an alley. <laughs> so, if the Democrats take the Senate and the Democrats try to reinstate the filibuster rule, no, they, I'm not saying they would. I'm saying the Republicans would try to. If it, once oh, a, okay. Once a, if, yeah, because Democrats. You see, the first thing the Senate does when a new Senate yeah. when okay. the, the new Senate meets. The Senate Majority Leader calls to the floor. The first thing they do is vote on the rules. Yep. Yes. Okay. I, you know what? Means- you know what? I am impressed with my own brain right now because Tim, yeah. <laughs> I remember that from mm-hmm. I don't know social studies or some shit. There so. You go. <laughs> See, because the, Trump never went to social studies. He went to social studies. Well, no, you know, you know where you know he. You know where he went. Trump University. Go pricks. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. They don't so, have social studies. Yeah, and, and I think he might have actually majored in dice throwing as well. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Would you, you say that Kavanaugh thing's a crapshoot now? Yeah. Trump had people throw his dice for him. Yeah. Crapping off. <laughs> Crapping off. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, I've I've largely been ignoring this because I hate it so fucking much. Um, but I, I'm glad. It, but you know, Tim, you really brought some great insight to this tonight, so I appreciate that. And all the credit card debt, Joe. Holy God! And and yeah, but the three of you, look at this. You guys are a powerhouse. I had no input on this at all, and that's good because it would have been a hot, dirty mess. <laughs> so hey, I mean, no, I I've been I've been. You know, Sitting here and it popped up on my phone when we were coming I've, back from I've break. just been I've just been ignoring the Kavanaugh stuff and and that might make me a bad liberal but I'm just like they're just gonna fucking do what they do but now thank God we have people like Sheldon Whitehouse and I'm sorry I didn't mean to interrupt you Rain go ahead no they they yeah. uh, oh can I Rain and I was just gonna say I mean I've been away for two weeks and I've been not watching TV but I've been paying attention and you know when when these hearings started to happen. I remember when he was nominated months ago, I said to Joe in our chat room, I was like, you know what? I, I, I don't have, I don't have it in me to fight this. Mm. I, I don't, yeah. I didn't because yeah. I just felt like it was a given. But what's been interesting to me the past couple of weeks is that Kavanaugh himself has been pretty much given himself the own rope to hang himself with. Like he's lying out there under oath. He's literally lying under oath, and he says something there in front of the Senate panel, and the next day, we have proof he lied. Yep, yep, and the so, Republicans are just like, oh, well, but that's okay. <laughs> which, which means we have, to, we have to fucking find at least one Republican. At least one. Just one. Well, I think mm-hmm. they were talking about that if, if, if Collins goes, Murkowski will go, too. But they won't go separately. They'll either go as a pair. Oh, 
hair beats what? Uh, full house? No, full house. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Hair beats anyway. and it kind of tosses the dice. Yeah, right. But the question sure. is, where's uh, where does what's his name from but, Virginia, West Virginia go? Yeah, and we're worried about yeah those those red state Democrats like Mansion, Mansion, and but I think if if enough of this stuff is ugly enough that even Mansion that'll get Mansion covered. Yeah. To really be able to join Collins and Murkowski and you know <coughs> swing, swing it just so that he doesn't get you know if that mm-hmm. ever happened, um, I, I think Trump's penis will fall off. Well, and the oh, other thing, yeah. Joe, come on, Jesus no. Christ! So don't say penis <laughs> in this house. Right, hold on a second, Joe and Ken. Trump's penis fell off a long Don't time ago. Don't save penis in this A long time ago. You sure heard what I said. You sure have heard what I said about uh, Ted Cruz and his wife earlier. A very dry four minutes. <laughs> I missed that. I had most of the so. show on tonight, but I was cooking. I was cooking a homemade dinner tonight. Oh, very nice. Well, you know what? That maybe I'm going to change what song I'm going to do tonight, and maybe I'll play "Home Cooking" by Bobber. Uh, uh, hello. Yeah. So, but we we do have to go to the break, and we got a little bit of Don Junior and some uh, uh, what you call it, some Mad Libs. What's that? Talk about the Bob Ford book too. Oh, uh, yeah. w- well, we talked about it a little bit already. So you're gonna have Just Don Junior in? Well, no, we got a little Don Junior audio. But and now oh, we'll, we'll, no, we say we, the condom we'll, doesn't fall far from the prick. Well, if you're <laughs> going to talk about a little Don Jr., then you need to talk about his girlfriend, cut foiled. Oh. Like, yeah, I got a little Don Jr. Gut he fo- has a tiny penis like a Okay, father. God Almighty, how many times do I have to play that? So, what are you doing? Don't to me? say penis in this house. All right, well, no, the Woodward book, I, I figured we'd talk about that Friday because, oh. you know, not enough. I mean, there's a little bit of info about it, but. And we've already kind of touched upon it with the Cuomo stuff, so I don't know. Um, but no, I, I got two more clips, Don Jr., and I got Mad Libs, and then we got to pretty much uh, start wrapping it up, because it's a school night, kids. Um, so anyway, coming up, Bobber, home cooking. <laughs> we'll be right back with lots more Turn Up the Well, one more segment of Turn Up the Night with uh, Joe, Tim, Rain, and myself right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com.
Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Light out everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. This is Adam Hebert. On every episode of Mike Check Radio, me and my co-hosts are not only committed to telling you about the latest political news, but also about the latest nerd news as well. Whether it's the latest scientific discovery, the new season of anime, the ending of a cherished manga, or the latest in comics, television, or movies, my show is guaranteed to bring you something that will make your inner nerd go squee! So be sure to tune in to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert live every Saturday night, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern. Right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland's. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland! <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Thank you, Scranton. Twice. And uh, welcome back to the program, of course. Uh, Rain has joined us for the last hour of the program. And uh, I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm so happy for you, but I'm so sorry you had to endure um, the the <laughs> trauma of moving. Because I, I know what it was like when we first moved into this house. And it was tough. So, you know, being older, I can't even imagine what it would be like now. It's hell. Yeah. It's so absolute hell. <laughs> yes. I I thank you for letting me come in on the last hour. I really, really missed you guys. Oh, we, we missed mi- you too, Rain. We, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we miss you very much. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I didn't want to pressure you. I knew you mentioned coming on an hour three, and I was like, I'm open to it. 
you know, and that's why I kind of threw it out there a little bit with, you know, very little pressure. So I'm glad you're here. So um, I'm glad to be here. And next Friday, I'll tell you, did I see? I can't even keep track of it. Did I tell you all about the gun toter that I met in Florida? Uh, yes, you did tell us about the okay, gun toter see? from Florida. Can't keep, so can't keep track of stuff. I know. I hear you, you know, and <laughs> And, oh, and by the way, Rain, you remember how I said the garage was going to be built? Uh, they were going to start building it on Saturday? It's it's not built, is it? <sighs> yeah, it's just a whole bunch of fucking shit in my driveway. Uh, so, <laughs> but, uh, Damn it. And, of course. Today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Damn it. Okay, Wimpy. Thank you, Wimpy. Uh, Thank you. And uh, there's no wimps on this program. Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania. Uh, welcome back, sir. Thank you. I'm I'm here, and uh, Tim's on the couch here with me. And uh, uh, right after the show, we're gonna have cake. Yay! Nice. Who doesn't like nice? I- See, that's amazing. Guess what? Bob is cooking cake tonight. The no, do- oh, I'll cake do- all around as, you- as we're talking. You cook cake? I, I I'm not. Bob, this is not he's fair. Baking cake. This is not fair. I'm not getting cake tonight. What the living fuck? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, uh, joining us on the program, uh, Mr. Tim Carmel. Tim and Ron in Scranton right now. uh, And thanks for uh, hanging out all three hours. This is... I think this might be a first for you, all three hours on Turn Up the Night. Yes, it is a first. I have only been on for an hour. What do you think? What, I think you might have done two at one point. Might have, might have been two. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm waiting for the rematch with Jody Hamilton for what was that film? Oh, I remember. Oh yeah, that. We, it it, so it's good. gonna happen. It's gonna happen. So, so what? What was that sound? The, oh, what, um, what the, way, the hell have, is that sound? What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Kenny, we we have some more breaking news. Uh oh. What the hell? Yeah. yeah. We have we have some more breaking news. All right. What? All right. Baccarat dealer at MGM National Harbor accused of cheating. Was his name Brett Kavanaugh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know. That, that could be a throw whole roll of the dice if it, that was actually him. I don't know. Yeah, it, there it says uh, dealer showed cards to a co-conspirator and the two planned to split the winnings. Prosecutor said. Oh wow. Wow. Ah. Uh, that's neat so kind of i used to be able to walk out of my front door and see mgm that particular mm -hmm. place Mm. anyway i can't see it anymore now i just see oak trees some advice for for brett kavanaugh (laughs) it's that uh buddy you got to no one to hold them. Hold them. No one to fold them. No one to walk away. No one to run. No one to fold them. You never I count your song. money when you're sitting <laughs> at the table. There'll be time enough for counting when the dealing's done. Dealing's done. <laughs> I love that song. I fucking knew you were going to do that. If you weren't going to do it, I was going to do it. But yes, that's brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, we love you, Joe. All right. So before we uh, start wrapping things up and get to Mad Libs and uh, Don Jr. and everything, uh, what, what what's going? What can we expect for tonight's Tim Carmel show? Is it a best of, best of the clown car since it's vacation? No. It's what is a it? live show we recorded oh. right here on this couch last Sunday. Well, not oh. live, 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 us in the same room. Well, yeah, pre-taped in the same Sunday. room. You meant yes. you mean two days ago? Yes. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Kenny Pick Senior. Kenny Pick Senior's yes. birthday. Yeah. Nine, nine. We um we we nine, we have our exclusive. Yes. We um we have. Published in an anonymous. We have an editorial from Malaminous Anonymous that we're going to read. The clown car. She, the clown car. Actually, we we've we've extended our editorial ethics a bit. Yeah, right. And just a bit. Just a bit. Can we sure? Say, yes, we're going to anonymously, <laughs> and it's and it's it's from a senior member Anomalous. of the is a senior member of the Trump marriage. Yes. And um, yeah, Ivanka. Uh, well, well, I'll just say that Marla? The, the name of the show is Anonymous Melonymous. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And, and just just for the listeners, when you listen to me read the anonymous Melaminus, remember it is not Melania. Oh, of course it's not. not. Melania. No, okay. it's not. <laughs> yes, yeah. it's not. It's not. Absolutely not. But you know, it would be great if it was. You know, if it would was... be great if it was. And and if I could tell you that it was, that it was her. I would let you know that. No, but it wasn't. Let me tell you something. Be best. Be best. Be best. It is sure. not. It is not Melania. Not Melania. Yeah. It's not, not be best. Melania. Sure. <laughs> sure. Like and don't, don't write not, of it's it. Not me. And I don't live in Slovenia. Yeah, and it, you know, if if it turned out that it was her, she would she would have to say, "We can and shoot the children." We can and shoot the children. Yes, I love that clip. <laughs> <laughs> well, only the editorial board of the Clown Car Times knows. Mm, yeah, who, and we won't reveal it. Yes. Well, all right. Well, I, I do have this to say: the this show that you're talking about was recorded on nine nine eighteen. And if you go nine nine, what is one plus eight? Eighteen nine nine eighteen. Nine nine. That's nine nine nine. So here you go, little Herb Cain for you, everybody. Nine 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 uh, I forgot to mention earlier in the show is just because I'm on here tonight, I'm wearing my 8645 t-shirt. Oh, very nice. <laughs> All right. Well, yes. on, on that I, note. I want a picture of that. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'm I had sure it could be arranged. So right, yesterday well, was Nick Meinfuhrer. Okay. Today is 8645, and my t-shirt for tomorrow says, uh, if you like Donald Trump, you probably wouldn't like me, and I'm good with that. <laughs> there you go. There, yeah. So I don't I think so. That. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, we got two short Donald Trump Jr. clips I want to play before we get to Mad Libs, and this is hilarious. He he did an interview with ABC's Tara Palmer. Uh, I'm sorry, Tara Palmieri, 
And um, uh, he said through his shitty looking veneers, I'm not worried about prison. I'm not I'm totally not worried about prison. He looked a little <laughs> rattled. He looked a lot rattled, actually. Your father has denied reports that he's worried that you might be in legal jeopardy because of the Mueller investigation. But are you scared that you could go to jail? I, I'm not, because I know what I did, and I'm not worried about any of that. You know, that doesn't mean they won't try to create something. I mean, we've seen that happen with everything. But, um, you know, again, I'm not. Yeah, he's talking real fast like he's doing cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he also said he knew what he did. Yeah. Are you on cocaine, son? <laughs> a little fast there. Oh, wait to hear the next. Am I the only one who feels like I'm not worried? I'm not worried about it. I I know what I did. Oh no, he's shitting his pants. That's, that's a really terrible answer to. Are you worried about going to jail? Hey, yeah, uh, Kenny. I think every time every time he heard the word prison, his butt cheeks clenched just a little bit. <laughs> just a little, little, little. They cinched right up there. So Uh-oh. you could uh, <laughs> well, you could think of a Santorum at that point. Ooh. Uh, you could you could no, you could Santorum doesn't have clenched. You you cheeks. could you could you could bounce a quarter off those no. cheeks. Uh, you know, yeah. Donnie so. Donnie Junior. You could bounce the quarter. Santorum. Sure. I'm gonna go with no. No. Just, well. Well, you know about Santorum, of course. You know it's a, it's tremendously big and tremendously wet. Yeah. So. Uh, you think uh, it's coming so handy his girlfriend Dolores Tinfoil will uh, visit him in prison (laughs) Dolores Tinfoil (laughs) Kimberly Gilfoil that is Um, Dolores Tinfoil it's close it's close so says says who Uh, but no this clip this clip when I heard this he just doesn't even bother finishing sentences in this clip, and that makes me wonder. Are you on cocaine, son? Because listen to this shit. Again, uh, ABC's uh, Tara Palmieri with uh, Donald Trump Jr. I mean, Donald Trump Jr. talking really fast, but I don't know. I'm chewing off my arm. So <laughs> That sounded like Alex Jones. Oh, well, seriously, listen to this. I imagine okay. this is a very low-level person. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is about the anomish or the uh, anomish, anomish, anomish. Yeah, anomish. Um, he. This is his response to the anomish source. I imagine this is a very low-level person. Donald Trump Jr. is crying betrayal, slamming the anonymous senior Trump administration official who wrote an op-ed in the New York Times claiming to be part of the resistance inside the White House. It's pretty disgusting. That's pretty sad. Perhaps it's a disgruntled person who's been thrown out because they didn't deliver on what they were supposed to do. What's the crime, though? Listen, I think you're subverting the will of the people. I mean, to try to control the presidency while not the president. You have millions and millions of Americans who voted for this. I think there are people in there that he can trust. It's just, it's a much smaller group than I would like it to be. Who do you trust? Well, you know, I'll keep that to myself. Are you on cocaine, son? (laughs) Cocaine! (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. You know what Dolores Tinfoil is going to sneak into him in prison, right? <laughs> She's going to put some real cream in a cake so he can have that slick back hair. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I love the brill cream mention. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's very nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so. Danny, don't eat, don't eat the W on the cake. That's some brill cream. Some, yeah. <laughs> some, in the w. some brill cream and some uh, cocaine. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Yeah. Cocaine. Are you on cocaine? Am I the only one? Am I the only one who feels like 
shut up, Donald, when you sit there and say, well, there's not enough people in the White House that my father can trust, and I have a problem with that. Donald Trump Jr. is not in the White House. He needs yeah. to shut up. Thank yeah. you. I mean, he shouldn't be given these interviews during the Mueller investigation. He really fucking should He shouldn't, shouldn't be asked to give these interviews. I'm, I, well, no. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah. Are you on cocaine, son? So. <laughs> just this whole idea, well, there's not enough in the White House that, you know, people who I think my father should trust. Shut oh, up! Hey. You're going to jail! You greasy... Yeah. You know what? I gotta <laughs> say this. About Donald Trump Jr. and Brill Cream, he uses so much Brill Cream that when he goes to sleep with... What, what do we call her? The girlfriend? Tinfoil. Tin oh, yeah. Dolores Tinfoil. He no. just puts his hand in his hair and puts his on his penis and says, <laughs> I am lubed up. <laughs> Same penis in this house. Are you on cocaine, son? <laughs> this, is, this is what happens when I'm away this long. All right. We only have 10 minutes left. We got to get to Mad Libs. So. You think he has Ronnie's disease? <laughs> <laughs> um. I think the guy's crooked, to tell you the I truth. I think so. Oh, look, somebody Let's has a file. Let's not Let's, no, no, no. All right. <laughs> and live, living, living on Long Island, living on Long Island says, are we sure it's Eric that's the stupid one? No, we're not. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not. I tinfoil a curve. Although I was watching this, I was watching, I, I have a, one of my favorite, one of my favorite comedians is this guy named Tim Heidecker and he did this thing and I'll have to share it with you guys um, for Friday is he did a uh, hundred years of Steve Bannon <laughs> <laughs> and, and he pretended to be Steve Bannon, and then they like came in and put makeup on him through the whole thing. And like when Bannon was a hundred years old, he's like, "Oh, after the war, and everything in New York was bombed. Eric Trump ran. He didn't run downstairs in Trump Tower. He ran up to the roof, and that's how he died." <laughs> so it, was, it was it was really funny. I'll I'll, I'll find that for everybody on uh, for Friday. It's it's hysterical. But anyway. Let's get to, um, uh, oh yeah, and Air, uh, uh, Tim Heidecker actually is the guy who, he has an album out, uh, uh, songs about Trump called Too, Too, du no, Too Stupid for Suicide. Um, and yeah, it, it's pretty awesome. It shows, you know, Trump with the classic windblown hair and he's holding a hair dryer to his head like a, like a gun. <laughs> it's pretty funny. So, uh, but I don't know if the Secret Service has visited him or, or not on that. But anyway, all right, Mad Libs, we're going to finish this up real quick, and uh, we'll have more on the Woodward, Bur Woodward Burke, Woodward Book on Friday. But here it is, Mad Libs, everyone. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get Mad Libs. <laughs> oh, God bless Mad Libs. All right, here we go. We don't have a lot to fill out in these, so count your lucky stars. Our chat room was prolific. So, uh, well, I'll tell you what, because he hasn't been on the show in uh, in some time, uh, Mr. Tim Carmel, I would like a plural noun, sir. Hmm, a plural noun. Ron, give me a plural noun. <laughs> Dice. <laughs> there you go. Hi, Ron. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know Ron was in the room. Hi, yeah, Ron. He's yeah, listening he's on the iPad. He's our studio audience. He's our studio. Ron. Hi. Hi, Ron. I want to give him a big hug. Yeah. Ron. 
We are speaking to you from the past. Uh, so, <laughs> and uh, all right, so we'll go uh, rain, plural noun. A plural noun? Um, pinky toes. Okay. Uh, and Joe, I need a noun. No. Um. You know that one word's already been used, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> Nose? Nose. Okay. Tim, another plural noun, sir. Uh, plural noun, cellmates. Oh. Oh, I like the way you think. Uh-huh. And uh, next one, uh, Rain, a male conservative. Oh. Um, a male conservative. Um, oh goodness, there's like ten to choose from these days. <laughs> there, uh, at least ten. <laughs> I mean, real male conservatives. Well, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with um um. Oh God! You weren't All at right. the beginning of the show when we talked about Ted Cruz. <laughs> All right, let's go with him. Raphael. Why am I persecuted? Slimy, slimy. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Uh, because Joe, you know, he's such, he's so good at dunking basketballs. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. That's uh. <laughs> yeah. Are you on cocaine, son? <laughs> All right, Joe. A noun, please. A noun. Yeah. But, button. button. <laughs> Do you say butt or button? Button. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I like butt, but I'll put button now. We all love butt. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, Tim, another noun, please. Uh, let's see. Um, prison. <laughs> oh, he's, he's I don't like it. You're on a. You're on a roll. <laughs> Rain, rain, plural noun. A plural noun? Um. Bear with me. Hold on. Bears? Bears. Bears. You need bears? Go. Not bears. Oh, you said bear with me. I, I, I just. I said bear with me. I was thinking about um, solitary confinements. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, we'll go with solitary confinements. Joe Santorsa, you get the last one, and it is a plural noun. The bears. The bears. <laughs> the bears. <laughs> All right, here we go. What, no adjectives? <laughs> no, no. Uh, most of those were taken That's care right. of by our chat room already. But check it out. I found this at Half Price Books the other day. Mad Libs for President. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I was so happy. Um, uh, but yeah, the first one is the Constitution. <laughs> so uh, here we go. The Constitution. Studying the Constitution is a rancid... Uh, wait, I'm sorry. Studying the Constitution is a rancid rainy day camp activity. In, oh. seven, in 1787... A convention of important 
of important American dice ratified our Constitution. <laughs> the Constitution. You know Can I interrupt for one minute? Sure. If, instead of dice, if we put in dikes, our country would be so much better. It would be. It would be. So it All says. All the problems we have right now would not. I be. know. Anyway. I hear you. The Constitution was a blistered document that guaranteed that the U.S. would not merely be a league of independent cats, but a nation with a nasty government that would deal with truck nuts as well as <laughs> penises. <laughs> Don't say penis in this house! <laughs> Okay. The Constitution. I, I, I need to know who, who used truck nuts. <laughs> rain. Rain did. Um, I don't know. It was rain. Uh, the Constitution provided for a Senate to which every state would be sent two bottles and a larger body called the House of Sharts. <laughs> Are those which, bottles shaped like the Peroni beer you got? Uh, yeah, could, could be. No, no. Uh, which was based... Uh, 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 the House of Sharts, w- which was based on the population. The government was divided into three branches. The du- judicial, the legislative, and the golden. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. Oh yeah. That Clive and Bundy three branches of government. Um yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, here we go. I, I have that. I have that. It's it, it's it, for all time. Are there are three branches of government, executive, legislative, and adjudical. Executive, <laughs> adjudicative, and adjudical. So yeah, that's not true. Oh it's Anonymous. Anonymous. So this created... I'm sorry. Every time I say anonymous, I'm going to say anonymous. (laughs) Well, oh, yeah. Of course. Anonymous. But, uh, and of course, um, uh, so this created a system of checks and toilets that work to protect (laughs) us uh, to this day and gives our fudgy government (laughs) (laughs) of the people... (laughs) For the people and by the possums. Possums are people too, my friend. Fucking uh, possums. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's the last one. We got to wrap it up because we're right at the top. Uh, this is political speech. Ladies and gentlemen, on this wet occasion, it is a privilege to address such a soggy looking group of pinky toes. I can tell from your smiling gaseous state that you will support my slimy program in the coming election I promise I promise that if elected there will be a technology in every nose and two cellmates in every garage Wow. <laughs> not in my new garage, goddammit. It's not even built. Nor in mine, for fuck's sake. Yeah. No. no. Alright, so I want to warn you against my mysterious opponent, Mr. Ted Cruz. The man is nothing but a shady button. Or butt. Well, that's. He, 
he has a saggy character <laughs> and is working prison and is working prison in glove with the criminal element. <laughs> That's pretty true. <laughs> all true. That was all true. If elected to, uh, if elected, I promise to eliminate vice. I will keep the solitary solitary confinements off the streets. I will keep crooks from dipping their da bears in the public till. <laughs> I promise you swampy government, rocky taxes, and shitty schools. All right, there we go, everybody. We got shitty schools for sure. <laughs> swampy government. <laughs> have that too. Yeah, we have that too. Yeah, yeah, that's right rocky. there. Swampy government, rocky taxes, shitty schools. The name of the show. Yay, tonight. Republicans! Yay! So there we go. All right. Well, we got to wrap things up. We're we're over overboard here. Uh, but uh, I'll tell you what, Tim. Uh, it was great having you on for all three hours. Uh, I would love to do this again sometime. I, I know your time is a little limited, but you're on vacation, so. I appreciate you uh, handing over this three hours that of your life you'll never get back. You'll never it was see this again. Fun. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, you'll never get the hours back again, Tim. But yeah, so uh, but uh, Tim, what's your parting and, shot tonight? And, and it's nice to see Ron laughing over there. <laughs> oh, good, good. Ron, I'm talking to you from the past, 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 past. <laughs> it's coming from inside the house. Yes, yes. inside the house. Carl is coming is. from inside the house. Yeah, it's not so. even a joke. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. By the way, Rain, did you unpack the boxes that I'm in? <laughs> oh, um, yeah. They're so what? they're in the garage. Trust the call. It's coming from inside the house. A squad car is going over there right now. Just get out of that house. You need to get out of that house. But they're such a nice, giant, 640-inch screen down in the basement. It's an 8,400-foot yeah. screen. <laughs> and it's got big Rachel Maddow. It's <laughs> got a split, split screen of Rachel Maddow and Lawrence And Lawrence O'Donnell. O'Donnell. Nice. So, yes. all right, yes. but no, I'm sorry, Tim. Uh, give us your parting shot, sir. Oh, I just noticed the mole on Rachel's neck on this gigantic television. <laughs> Oh it's god. coming for oh, you. My fucking god. <laughs> bigger since he got down here. Right, exactly. Uh, <laughs> party shot, party shot. Well, we're going to have some cake and then we're going to go back to the cabin. <laughs> and uh, I will say there were three deer laying under a tree next to our porch when we left to come over here. Aww, well, don't that's hit adorable. them when you drive home. Right? It'll be dark when we come in. I mean, we're remote, okay? Well, let me just say we're remote. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> So well, that's you good. Drive, you drive and you drive and you drive and you drive and you get there. I wish I wish I had some cake. We had the most beautiful piece of chocolate cake that you've ever seen. And two scoops. Mm. <laughs> two scoops. It's Danny two scoops. That's right. Yeah, that's all right. But uh, uh, so how long you uh, how long's your vacation right now, Tim? Oh, well, we, we rented the cabin Saturday to Saturday. Got a really good deal through Airbnb. Nice. Yay, I love Airbnb. Oh, and Airbnb is offering free housing for people evacuating from the uh, North Carolina area. So oh, really? That's good awesome. for them. That is awesome. And uh, the first destination is Joe's uh, Dungeon. 
That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. But well. no, seriously, that's great. Airbnb, good on you. That's awesome. Yeah. But uh, anything else, Tim, before uh, we uh, start wrapping things up? Um, no, no, it's just been fun joining you guys tonight. And like I said, the first time I've done the whole show. I know. It's awesome. It's and awesome. And, and oh, uh, you know what? Somebody has an anniversary tomorrow. Oh. Wait, who's that? Hmm. That would be me. <laughs> oh, Joe and Barb, happy anniversary. Oh, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Pour a cheerful toast and fill it. Happy anniversary. But be careful you don't spill it. Happy anniversary. Oh, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. We had the most beautiful piece of chocolate cake that you've ever seen. <laughs> Well, happy happy anniversary, and and Joe, we'll, we'll segue uh, into you and your parting shot right now. Parting shot, uh, parting shot is uh, Serena Williams. I know this is a sports ball thing, but if I were you, Serena, I would have tipped that goddamn chair right over under <laughs> the court <laughs> with catsuit, <laughs> catsuit and all. I would have tipped that son of a bitch right down on the court. So there, fuck you, Mister <laughs> Ramos. <laughs> Well, there you go. Her, I, do you know that they find her? First of all, they stole the tournament from her. Mm-hmm. I have never, and I watch, you know, guys, I watch a lot of tennis and I play a lot of tennis. And I have never seen a male player have a whole game penalty assessed to them. Well, didn't John McEnroe used to like shit his pants and fling it like a monkey oh, yeah. when he used to play? You don't even have to go. That back that far. All the current male players have screamed and yelled at judges, and they Augustine. just turn away. And Andre this, Augustine, yeah, yeah, this this woman, yes, uh, this this woman, you know, had a, a whole game penalty, which mm. people that follow tennis that's unheard of. It's unheard of, mm. and uh, it, it's a travesty. And I, just if she listens to our show, Serena, the next time, tip that goddamn chair over. He's <laughs> up Hell there yeah. high enough. Yeah. He's like on a and little then, lifeguard after all, thing. After the, all that, after all that, they find her $17,000. Oh, fuck that noise. Yeah, they that. find her $17,000. And to that I say, Ramos, fuck you. Right? Yeah. 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 Although she said that. No, she didn't use profanity either. That's she the didn't. Thing too. I saw some of that. All she said was, you, you're a thief. That's all she said to him. And for that, he assessed her a point. And then for breaking a racket, which I've seen many males break many rackets, right? Yeah. Bobby. Game John. assessment that cost her a whole set. That really cost her the tournament. He stole that from her. And Serena should be the champion today. And that's all I have to say. There. All <laughs> right. And on that note, um, uh, oh, but uh, yeah, remind everybody uh, what are some things coming on, uh, from the Tim Carmel show in a couple minutes here. We'll be reading the secret editorial anonymous 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 All right, very good. Who else was on the show with you? Uh, it was Francie, uh, nice. the Ed McMahon Jim Cornwall show, and Richard Hine. Mm-hmm. Very nice. And 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 also we had. Uh, um, we had we had uh, 
the, the, the author. The, the author. author? Oh, oh, yes. Cordell. Cordell. <laughs> Cordell. Oh, okay. Cordell. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. All right. Well, everybody stick around for that. That's coming up in about five minutes. But last but not least, Rain, so glad you could join us for the last hour tonight. Uh, what do you got for us before we wrap things up? I'm just going to keep this really short. I agree completely with what Joe just said, but there's something else. Um, and I, I don't remember the woman who actually was given the title of the U.S. Open winner, Naomi. What was her name, Joe? Uh, oh, uh, Naomi. Uh, I want to get her name. Uh, that's fine. If you could find uh, it, the bigger the bigger point is what what happened with Serena. I felt like she was completely robbed, but the bigger the bigger picture was both of those women. The woman who was given you know the title of the Open, Naomi she's, Osaka. She's charged. Oh, Osaka. Naomi Osaka. Thank you. She's charred too. Yeah, she, yeah. she's here's tarred the, first. the same the same way that Serena Williams was, and and. I, as as a, I know you're not a woman, Joe. Thank but, you. <laughs> no, no, the, I guess I guess no, the bigger point that I'm trying to make is that there is this guy, this man, who 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 did what he did, and he didn't just take away, you know, the championship from Serena. He s- sort of handed it to Naomi, and it wasn't a fair win for either woman. Or a fair loss. Very good point. No. You know, and, and that's that's one of my big takeaways from this. And you know, I've I'm pissed off that a guy that, that one man I'm sorry, go ahead. I said I have watched this chair umpire so many times in tournaments. He never did that to the male a male. Ever. Yeah, well Well and we, I, we I just, really just only have like a couple minutes. Big, so if you can all right. My point is, is that I think it put a big taint on both Serena and Naomi, because nobody's ever going to know who really won that championship, ever. And both women know that, and both women were very gracious in in the aftermath of what happened. Mm. And fuck that man. I'm done. Should have tipped him. <laughs> Should have tipped him over. Um, I agree. That would just be funny to watch. Um, but uh, I know nothing about sports, and I'm going to try and keep it that way. But I appreciate you guys keep keeping up on the important things about sports, and that's like racism and sexism and stuff like that. And God forbid anybody kneel for a noble cause. Oh, heavens to Betsy. Clutch your pearls, yeah, you fake right. patriots. Um, so, all right, uh, that's it. We're going to go ahead and wrap up the show. Stick around in a couple minutes. The Tim Carmel show is coming up. Can't wait for Anonymous. Anonymous. Or whatever it is. <laughs> so, Anonymous. 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 <laughs> I think it's a wait. I think I got an anomalous, really an anomalous. Yeah, some shit like this. So, all right, we're ending the show. Good night, everybody. Thanks for sticking around in the chat. Uh, check out all our other fine programming on Indie Media Weekly Radio for Humans. Bye bye. That's it. 
Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it's tremendously big and tremendously wet. What the hell?